Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian Pigeon Mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello and welcome to the final episode of the arcane retrospective after a couple month hiatus we are finally back to close this out i'm your host the grand inventor dylan moss and as always here at the end of the road kirkland patzer how are you doing tonight <laughs> i'm doing very good yeah it's it's definitely bittersweet feelings you know we're, we're here at the end uh it's been a long journey with you guys you know we we're supposed to do this episode like months ago now but it's mm-hmm. it's still it's i'm happy to be here and talk to you guys uh yeah and then we have the Arcanist himself, Dante. How's it going, my friend? What's up? What's up? It's going well. It's going well. I'm um. It's feel. It's felt like this door has been open, left open, left ajar Just for slightly, a little bit right? now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> excited to close this thing. Put a put a bow on it. Um, it's a ton of good games. I'm excited to talk about it again. Yeah. So obviously we started this journey. Well, back in January it was when, at least for me, as when I started playing Arcs, and then we started the episodes. I think in February was when the first one released. But yeah, we've gone through the journey of Arcane Studios. We played through Arcs Vitalis, Dark Messiah, the trilogy of Dishonored games, Prey. Uh, we re-released the Deathloop episode, and then uh, right into Redfall, which unfortunately Kirkland could not play because of, uh, well, I don't know if, even know if that's an unfortunate thing. Yeah, I was going to say, could, wait. I'll just say, <laughs> he could not play Redfall. And, you know, originally, when we were planning on doing these rankings, we were thinking, okay, let's do this right before Redfall comes out, and then we can kind of revise the list if we need to post-Redfall. But then we just end up put push things back. We didn't have time. And then right after Redfall came out, I was gone for three weeks. 
Kirkland was gone for a bit. Dante has moved. We've all been super busy. Kirkland's going away again soon. So we finally <laughs> found a little pocket of time to finish off the rankings here. Uh, this is going to be, you know, also for Redfall, I was hoping in that time, the, the couple months that we waited, maybe they would get the 60 frames in there. Maybe the new characters, maybe some more bug fixes. That game has had like one very small patch to fix a couple bugs. And then it's been radio silent on the roadmap of that. So there has not been much development there. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a very fun rankings episode. What we're going to do is for those games, all those games I just mentioned, uh, we're going to go through. We are going to do the best levels, the best characters, the best mix-up of weapons, tools, powers, a little bit ambiguous. We'll talk about that. And then we'll just individually rank the seven or eight games uh, from favorite to least favorite individually for us. So the format of this, if you've listened to me and Dante's Game of the Year stuff, or if you listen to Golden Geeks that me and Kirkland and the rest of the guys do, then you kind of know the general idea, but we're going to add one more step on that. So it's going to start out with a nomination phase for each of these categories. So I'll throw out a level. One of these two guys or both just has to back it, and then we'll go on the list. We'll leave it there. We'll keep going back and forth until we have a huge list of potential uh, contenders at this point. Uh, and then we'll take that list and we'll knock it down to a top 10, either locking things, cutting things. We need to get down to a top 10. And this is the step that we don't normally do on these episodes is we are going to order that list. So number one is number one. It's the best. Number 10 is the 10th best, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so the reason that I think we're doing that is because, you know, Dante, if we were to do a game of the year, it'd be such a mess because like, okay, I haven't played this game, but you have, and there's only two of us. So it's really hard to break ties and golden geeks as well. It's usually four of us. So it's almost impossible to break ties. We just send it to the patrons. Now they break the ties. We used to do a coin flip, which I hated, but since we have three of us, I think we'll be fairly easy because it's just like, well, we have to pick between one of those two things and we're all going to pick and then it's going to be decided there. So we'll still have those good conversations, but it's fun that I think we'll actually do some numbering, which will be a fun twist up of this formula that we've used a few times before. Yeah, this will be fun. Mm-hmm. So I think we should just get right into it because this is going to be potentially a long one and we uh, should get going here. So I think we should start with the best levels because when people talk about Arcane, they talk about level design, they talk about some iconic set piece locations. It's kind of the backdrop too. I also think this list list might take the very longest out of all of them, so it might be a good one to get in there while we have the most amount of energy while while Kirkland's still just digesting that McDonald's and he's getting those <laughs> energies yeah. in him over here. Thank you. I need a buffer. <laughs> so uh, who wants to kick it off? I guess I'll throw up Kirkland. What is okay. your first nominee? We can also go... Okay, actually, sorry. Before we get into it, maybe two things we should decide. We First of all, we don't have to go game by game. You can kind of... We'll just make it sporadic. And then also... For some levels, it's very obvious like what the point A to point B, like what the level is. But for other ones, a, l- a little bit less clear. And we can kind of have that conversation. Like a good example, mm-hmm. which I know this game is going to come up, Clockwork Mansion. If we look at that level in Dishonored 2, there is a ton of level before the Clockwork Mansion itself. So we could decide if we just want to do specifically the Clockwork Mansion, that's what we're talking about, or if it's the whole level. We'll have to have those conversations. And then for something like Prey and Arcs, kind of tricky like where a level starts and ends you know sometimes but yeah we can figure those out uh, as we're going through the list and uh yeah so kirkland take it away what's your first nominee all right yeah i'm uh, i'm just gonna come off here pretty hot with dishonored one i'm gonna put in uh, lady boyle's mansion that's my nice. nominee let's do it let's yeah. back it <laughs> that's the first one on started safe too. yeah started so maybe a good start <laughs> yeah dante yeah um Let's do a little curveball here. Uh, Temple of Illusions. In <laughs> nice. Ooh, nice. I will back that for sure. I love that. And let's see, where do I want to go next? I will go with 
Upper Syria from Dishonored, Death of the Outsider, which this one would be a bit mm. tricky, right? Because you revisit it, you do, you play through it twice. Things are slightly different. I think rather than like thinking about it in those two separate levels, just kind of bundle it into one, and it's just that upper area with you know, there's kind of the three main hub areas. You can got, go inside that uh, that bar, or whatever. I'm forgetting the names of individual things, but yeah, you you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Are you guys okay to bundle that as just say it's one level for those two times you visited? One area. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'd back you. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. Kirkland. All right. So this is one that's a little bit more, I don't know, might have to, might have to specify kind of what it is. Cause for something like prey, that's a lot more open. Like you don't have, you know, a set level or something. So I kind of just like, like took an area that I really, really liked. So I, I don't know. Let's see if you guys jump on it, but I went for the, our, our, Arboretum, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of trees. I, I, I just love the design of it. I, again, it's not like a set level that you're playing in there. It's more of an area, but I wanted to throw it on there uh, nonetheless because yeah. it was just very memorable from that game for me. Absolutely. Awesome. I did something That's similar. Sure. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I also... Prey ends up being this like really complicated one to talk about. Yeah. It's just these <laughs> huge spaces. Um, I picked Crew Quarters. Um, yeah. For I had that couple, as well. Yeah. yeah, for a couple reasons. One, because of that... Um, that quest, the D and D quest, kind of R&R, starts there. I think it was called in there, right? <laughs> yeah, but also that first level is technically crew quarters, right? Like when when the game starts, that's, you mean? Yeah, it's like that's where that's Al- in, Alex is in his room. I think that would be Neuromod Division, is where the game. Mm, oh, starts. because they were testing his stuff too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll still so, stick with crew quarters, but like that was my, yeah. And crew quarters would include the whole kitchen area and that whole side quest. It would include all the, like, I guess the bedrooms, which is a fun, like, even into the, like, the gym and the pool, mm-hmm. all yeah. those kind of things yeah, would yeah, be yeah. kind of bundled in there. So, yeah, that's definitely uh, Still my favorite space, but I was I was really thinking about that kind of, like, early moment. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Here's a, here's a tricky one, because this level you visit two times in separate games... And it's quite different. But what do you guys think about the Royal Conservatory? Because Dishonored 2 has it, mm. and then you revisit in Death of the Outsider, and it's like however many years later, and it's changed, it's re- refurbished. Yeah. I'd be happy to kind of just call it uh, the Royal Conservatory and do it as one. But how do you guys feel about that? That one's getting more into because it's, yeah. it's, it's no different doubt. games. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally different games, and the space has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's still the same layout. Right, like yeah. ultimately, it's the same layout. Yeah, it's like some rooms have changed a little bit. The exterior is quite a bit different uh, as well in terms of the streets and what's going on. You visit yeah. at different times of day, so there's definitely a lot going on there. Do you guys want to pick one of the locations of the two and just go for that one? Do you want to bundle them? How do you feel? I feel like personally, yeah, I I would say specify for for which game it it, it would be on. But you're doing very different things too, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah level you're interacting with the level differently i i think i would go for the dishonored two appearance then if i had to pick one of them two is there a back on that i'd back you yeah Yeah. i i love that area keep it going all right back to me uh okay dishonored two uh throughout here i'm gonna just say the dust district um nice yeah i because it yeah it's a bigger area for sure but i just great area to go around mm-hmm. yeah let's do it all right i'm my first call out for this one which is kind of crazy to me um up dam oh yes yeah. nice. i had absolutely that sure, yeah. up dom up dam up dom, i think up whatever dom, yeah but yeah uh 
All right, let's keep the Deathloop train going. Freestad Rock. There you go. Oh, yeah. Are all four going to show up now? Is that, <laughs> is that how I it mean, works? I'll make it. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll swap it up a little bit here. I'm going to do. I'm gonna go back to Arcs, actually. Temple of Akba. Oh, nice. Interesting. Yeah. It I'll definitely it. was frustrating. It, it was frustrating going through there, for, for sure. But looking back on it, it, it did have some cool uh, things that you had to do in that mission. And just like the whole culty vibe, I really, really liked yeah, I'm into it. Let's do it. Dante? All right. Um, Edge of the World from Dark, or from Dark Souls 2. <laughs> Deathloop 2. I have DS2 <laughs> in my notes. Or, um, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Deathloop 2 also. Dishonored 2. Jesus. Um, I have DS in my notes. So I think my brain goes to Dark Souls yeah. immediately. Um, yeah, Edge of the World. That's like your first time entering Karnaka. Um, right. It is just this like moment where you're like, oh, my God, I'm in Spain yeah this is beautiful I'm back like uh, <laughs> easy back <yeah>. for me <laughs> right it's such a good start to that game especially like yeah because i that was the first time i had played dishonor 2 sort of going from just all the new things that they added and just the world felt so alive the first time i stepped foot in uh, karnaka that was great great introduction to that game yeah totally let's go with some dlc from dishonored Ooh. one uh mm. how about eminent domain is the name of the level so this is like the legal district into the Timsh Manor. I, I think for this one, I would be okay to just call it the Timsh Manor and that that loading zone, I guess we'll call it. But there is definitely the, the street areas prior that are also interesting and good. Uh, it's not huge, even if you included both of them, I suppose, but it gets fairly big. Where do you guys want to put the uh, barricade on yeah. on that level? Those are situations where I'm like, it's I'm okay with it being one big level, right? Okay. Like, I, don't I think that. I think I am too. And <laughs> just to make it easier. I mean, a part of it too is the exfiltration, so you're kind of utilizing that that loading zone more than once as well. So yeah. I think it works well. Uh, is there a back on that one? Oh, I'm not. Not, okay, not as much. Like I just know this. To fall. <laughs> the the to list fall. is gonna get long here. It is. Yeah. Okay. It's not making it. Kirkland, oh, it's intense. <laughs> um. Okay, what do I want to pitch here? I'm going to go... <sighs> this one's kind of hard because it appears in multiple... Well, I guess just one game, but multiple DLCs. It's Cold Ridge Prison. Um, mm. I think I'm going to take the one from... Uh, bring more witches when you're uh, rescuing Lizzie. Just... Yeah, when you're going back to the... Just like treading like the same path that you kind of rem remember from the, the early portions of that first game so yeah I, I i just love going through that area especially just taking out guards on high chaos mode is really really satisfying i'm here for that one i Cold feel like prison. i've played that part of dishonored in <laughs> more than anything yeah <laughs> so yeah sorry which dlc is that i believe that was bring more witches but i'll, yeah. I'll confirm i didn't write down it's which dlc so... it was on yeah just so we can kind of remember i just wrote bring more witches on the side of that one so we can remember that yeah yeah, bring more witches. All right, Dante. Um, you already kind of mentioned this one, so I fig figure we probably should just put it on. Um, Clockwork Mansion, right? Like, it yeah. is by far. Oh, yeah. It's going to, I think, we'll go up the ranks in this list very quickly. Now, this is one, though, that I I, would... I've, I'm okay to just make it the, we'll say, the final loading zone, like just the Clockwork Mansion and not include those streets behind it. We could, yeah. but I don't, I, agree. I, don't think I don't think we'll be thinking about those elements when we're yeah. factoring in stuff. But I don't know. If you think that could be a difference between 
top 10 and not I don't well, know that's, that's what that's I was like that's what I was gonna say it's like if we add that piece if anything it's like a diminishing return there like right. it makes the level look worse I'd say like there's Ooh. not really much interesting stuff happening before you get to the mansion I still like it but uh mm. I I do cool. like cool. it but personally because I I just knew what was like there for my first time playing through this game I just wanted to get to the mansion so bad so yeah. I actually was like kind of Fair frustrated enough. just getting through those areas I wanted to like speed run it essentially uh, but yeah, so right now I'm I'm fine with just sticking to the the clockwork okay. mansion itself. Same, yeah. I just was like, hey, if you want to give it, it's like super fair shot and actually like <laughs> throw a, throw an egg on it. Um, mm. Maybe the beginning as well, but yeah, I think just the mansion at the end is good. Okay, this one, I'm gonna be a bit weird with this one, which is I'm just gonna I'm just calling it Dunwall Streets. Now, what I'm thinking of here is that. You know, once you're past the tutorial area and that Coltridge prison sequence, you go into the streets, there's that bridge overhead and there's the guards like throwing bodies out. This is where you meet Granny Rags. You go, there's like that two or three story building that's like a different loading zone. Mm. And you go through one sequence, one door loading zone into a certain area for that first time you go there. And then you go, you get dropped off from Samuel in that same spot for the next level. But then you go down like a different side street into a different loading zone. The level's quite different. So I... I love that opening sequence enough, just that opening area. And it's, I think it's fairly expansive because you also have the uh, area with like the brewery, right, as well. So I would be, ha I'm happy to call that Dunwall Streets and just think about that, that one area that shows up in both those levels. Does that make sense? Is that not yeah, specific yeah. enough? How do you guys feel about that? Uh, for that one, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, with both. Yeah, same. Like, I, okay. I feel like that is. Iconic and that's one that doesn't really change when the two times you visit it. Yeah, exactly. There might be different guard placements or something, but it doesn't feel like the way Royal Conservatory is like completely redecorated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nah, that's a good one. Good one. Um I'll go the House of Pleasure, uh, from Dishonored One, the first time you save Emily. Yeah, the Golden Cat. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm the in. Golden Cat. Let's do the Royal Physician from Dishonored One. That's the mm. one where you have that like kind of long lead up to um to Sokolov. Sokolov. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right, the so, bridge, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. The bridge like which is I still think is like one of the coolest parts of Dishonored One is going all Hell the way yeah. to the top of that bridge. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um Absolutely. I uh, I'm gonna do the first shout out of dark messiah here so oh the the chapter i want to shout out is temple of the spider which is the one where you get dropped mm. off on the sandy the sandy beach and you go yeah. through the kind of like rocky outcropping and then there's like a few buildings there that are kind of ruins whatnot and there's some orcs you're fighting and then you go in that dragon comes in you go up the mountain this we could say this is a very long level and i think dark messiah is actually tricky because the loading zones are like very deceptive right so it's mm -hmm. you always forget like where they are because it's just like a random staircase but this like in that first time you see it you see those uh, kind of shacks up on the side of the mountains and over the course of the level you're like eventually getting up there and that's where you can just have so much fun with the ice ability and kicking enemies off and all that stuff so this might be a very long level but i actually think that would be a good way to talk about it for dark messiah and it is just kind of one it's a chapter, chapter right yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll back you on that one. Yeah, I, I feel like the independent chapters should be yeah. fine Sounds for good. that, even if they are, some are longer than others. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go back to Dishonored 2, uh, Cracking the Slab. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Surprised it lasted so long before someone. So here's the thing. <laughs> oh, with Dukes, that was that's it for my list. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, because me and Whoa. like I put I put ten down, and uh, oh yeah, Kirkland matched two of mine. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah. I wrote way more than ten. I just oh, was... I thought we were doing like ten each of us. Uh, <laughs> if you can think of more, we'll get a list, please. Yeah, yeah, keep, keep the list going because I, uh, I got a lot more here. I definitely got got some more that I can think of here, real quick. Let's loop me real fast. Sounds good. Uh, let's see. I will throw out. Okay, this one is very tricky to determine the start and end of it, but I'm going to say the crypt from Arcs Fatalis, and I think what I'm specifically talking about here is the like crucial quest stuff that you have to do in the main game because we talked about mm. on that episode how though that crypt keeps going down and down and down yeah i think i'm kind of not really thinking about that i'm thinking about that first level you go into and that's where it's like a pretty basic actual seems like you know a crypt as you would expect it pretty mm -hmm. straightforward but you're finding hidden levers and stuff like this and then you go down and it's just like traps everywhere and there's zombies <laughs> yeah. popping up and there's like spike traps and then you go down into that final like dining hall sort of area uh, there's that huge, I don't even know if it's a dining hall, but a huge, I think maybe table. And that's where you're fighting those kind of reviving enemies and, and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, maybe a bit confusing, but I, I think the good way to clarify it would just be like, yeah, the part that's mandatory for the, to complete that quest. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm down. I, for I sure. One of my favorite parts of that game. Being so terrified, <laughs> just going mm -hmm. deeper and deeper and hitting those traps. Getting marked. The fire mechanic with the zombies. <laughs> like, there's yeah. some cool stuff happening in that one for yeah. sure. Um, okay, what did I not pitch already? Uh, okay, I wrote down the outpost of Adernum, but is that just House of Illusion or Temple of Illusion? Sorry, that's yeah, that's the area like around it, yeah. but I think Temple of Illusion kind of covers that. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was about to say it's like the space around that, like the snake ladies, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, so it's like super, it's super close. But to be uh, fair, you have to interact with that area before you can get into the temple, yes. right? So, but I think even aesthetically, back. like the ha mm. that has the same visual style, like that kind of blue and gold and whatnot that yeah. the Temple Illusion has. True. All right, then I'll I'll go Death Loop here since you guys already showed the other two. I'm gonna go Carl's Bay. <laughs> yes, please <laughs> get it in there. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going here, Dante, or you want to? Keep I was gonna say, I, um, this is this one feels a little. I don't know, maybe maybe like cheating a little bit, but like outside the space station in Prey. Yes. I Ooh, yeah. I also was gonna bring that up and be like, how do we do that? Just like <laughs> call it tell us one exterior. Yeah. It'll be a weird that, one, but I, I'm happy to put it on there. I feel like it's something that you interact with throughout the game, but it is like it's it feels huge, but it is small enough that it feels like one space in that mm -hmm. game. Literally one space. Yeah. Um so cool i i would also pitch the just talos one lobby you know that you don't think of this mm. as a huge set mm. pc area but it's it's like the main framework of which you're going through so many times it's got its entry points to so many different areas it's got the elevator there it's what your office is and just like how many ways you can get in and out of those rooms there is really engaging uh and always a place that i i feel like in that game sometimes you just have been traveling so long and you're like getting lost you're a bit scared you're like man i'm running low resources and stuff whenever you get back to the lobby okay i can breathe a little bit even if there's new <laughs> enemies here as soon as i get back to my office like i'm i'm feeling good again so how do you guys feel about the lobby yeah yeah no absolutely 
it's great also, detail. I think it's the first time you see space. Yes, good point. Yeah, definitely. Really cool you get out of the Neuromod division and yeah, mm -hmm. see see that it's a big reveal. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go back to the DLCs for Dishonored One, Knife of Dunwall. Um, I I believe it's just the final mission, but uh, like the Brigmore Manor. Uh, I yeah, it's called the Brigmore Ma Manor. Yes. I believe the the level's called like Delilah's Master Work or something like that, but. Uh, like yeah like the the art area is really cool near the end but i was mostly just talking about like the actual manner when you're going around they have like the witches everywhere with those dogs um just mm -hmm. i found it like really tricky <laughs> navigating that that place efficiently so once i actually like picked up on on uh, certain areas that they would patrol or whatnot and like actually made it through i just felt really satisfied so, and just really cool design it's got like an overgrown uh just i don't know the mansion type type setup so yeah yeah, definitely. I'll back that for sure. for sure. Um, I'm gonna go for Death of the Outsider. Oh, okay. And shout out a hole in the world. Um, which is like, like two piece. Also, yeah, it's like a quarry. So, like for me, that's the moment that you really get to, um, you get to go to the void, right? Like you get to mm -hmm. really interact with the void. Hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely back in that because just it, North Korea. I, I, as we talked about, like it kind of starts out, it almost feels like an area you'd visit in The Last of Us. But then yeah. as you go deeper and deeper and it gets weirder and weirder and the way that they've like built their home inside of these rocks makes for some really interesting setups. Uh, you get some weird enemies in there and stuff. And then, yeah, just the way how strange and weird it is on the way out when you're going back the opposite way is also uh, really cool and engaging and just great level design on top of like a really interesting aesthetic. And yeah, once again, just like in Dishonored 2, seeing those mountains and how iconic they are and finally getting to go there and it living yeah. up to the hype. And like, that's that's the final scene in all of Dishonored well, to this point. Right? Yeah. So it's pretty, <laughs> uh, pretty cool. So yeah, that's easy back for me on that. 100%. Kirkland, how's your list looking over there? Um, I got another Dishonored one to shout out here. Uh, Return to the Tower. That's when you go back yes. to fuck up the Spy Master. I just, I'm such a sucker for when you're able to go back to an area <laughs> that you encountered with the early portions of the game. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, definitely back for me on that one. You're like fully powered up at that point, just ready to kick mm -hmm. ass. So, yeah, good stuff. Okay, let's see how we're doing here. I think I can drop that one out. Uh, I was going to bring this one up. The, the, the Mission is called the Dead Eels, also from Big More Witches. Mm, it's hard yeah. to say because this is like so many different areas where there's like the boat, which is like the final area. And that's really fun. Then you also have the textile mill, and that's cool. You have Draper's Ward and that those street areas. It just feels a bit too expansive. But then individually, I don't feel like any of those are worthy. And I don't. It's not like they're all thematically tied. Like they're all kind of different areas. So I do feel a bit. I feel like that one's a bit tricky for me to quantify. And even if I was thinking about it and comparing it to other levels, I think I'd have difficulty just because of uh, the variety of it, you which is it's a great chapter, boat. but it's not a cohesive level in that yeah. way. That boat space always is like, I think about Dishonored and I think about fighting in that area for some reason often. Mm. I don't know why. I feel like maybe there's just like a lot of combat there, or maybe I've fucked up stealth in that section so yeah. many times that I've been in fights in that space enough. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I like I like that one, but I understand what you're, you're yeah. arguing. It's like it I, is. I won't pitch it enough. when it comes around to you, Dante. You can you can uh, make a case for you if you want. <laughs> okay. uh, here's a a weird one as well. So, Kirkland, I know that you picked up Mooncrash since we recorded yeah. that episode. Have you played it though? 
So funny thing with that. No, I have not played it because <laughs> because I actually never ended up picking it up. I thought I actually purchased oh. it, and then I went back to play it, and it was still in my cart, and it was after the sale already oh, ended. So no. I felt so defeated on that. So it it's in my wish list. I'm waiting for the next Dang. sale. So I apologize on that. I completely dropped okay. the ball. Completely dropped it's the ball. It's okay. There's no way it would have been like a top ten contender just because of. <laughs> That the fact that we wouldn't have all three of us anyway, but yeah. definitely a honorable mention shout out to the Pythias Moon Base, I guess is what you call it. I guess here's another one from Prey for me would be the Neuromod Division. I want to shout it out because yeah. it's the start of the game, and we can think about that. The whole se- sequence with the apartment, like that is such an iconic yeah. just 15, 30 minutes. That's part of the Neuromod Division, and going through there, it's a great tutorial area. And then also, when you go back to it later, there's so much more there that you're just not going to be able to really access without being leveled up and having more tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's so much going on there. I love the look of it. I think it's a great opening for the game. So yeah, definitely Neuromod Division for me. Let's back the on that? Let's, yeah, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. I, oh, I yeah, thought I was... Yeah. I was going to say, I thought I was... That intro space was in crew quarters for some reason because I feel like you go to his actual room and i got yes. them mixed up for some reason it might That's be so, you yeah. like see them on a screen too or something maybe yeah yeah um let's put the complex on here just so we have all of the yes. yeah the, the, <laughs> levels. The, the collection. Um, yes, yeah i i was gonna pitch uh the grand palace from dishonored 2 absolutely. Uh, with duke of Circonos. absolutely on that what about Adermeyer? Adermeyer institute Ooh. yeah that one is good yeah I backed that. I would, I would easily sure. back that one. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. Um, Captain of Industry. It's the first level from Knife of Dunwall when you go through like the whaling the slaughterhouse. Uh, yeah. yeah, the slaughterhouse. Yep. <laughs> this <laughs> list is getting big. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad we started with the big one. I'm gonna write yeah. slaughterhouse because that'll be easier to remember. Yeah. Do you have any more, Dante? Now that you've been uh, nah, you got thinking? this is this has gotten extensive at this point. <laughs> in a good for in in a good way. Um, it, all of my favorites have been shouted out at this point. Okay, uh, Dark Messiah. I wanted to just shout out the the pirate ship uh, going through those docks, kind of oh, sieging yeah. the ship. That stealth sequence. There's some weird chaos you can do there, and then kind of defending it in a really janky tower defensey kind of way. Yeah. Uh, I, I love it. It's the so cannons. much fun for me. The cannons. Yeah. The cannons. Yeah. I, I back you on that one. I would totally back you on that one. Yeah. I didn't have any like Dark Messiah ones on my list just because, I don't know. I, I The most memorable one is the one that Dylan already had pitched just because yeah. of like yeah. all the orc sequences I really, really liked. And I don't know. I, I just feel like out of all the, the levels in comparison, pardon me, in comparison to the Arcane games, they just kind of, they're the mm-hmm. most bland in, in memory for me. I don't know what it is. No, that's definitely fair. I'm just double-checking my list here to see if I missed anything. Anyone have any other shout-outs while I'm doing uh, so? I think... Not really. Like, okay. I had a weak one that I, I just felt embarrassed. I wasn't even going to pitch it, but I still wanted to mention So, like, an honorable mention. You guys don't have to back me because I don't think you will. But it's just the opening sequence to Dishonored 1. I, I just absolutely 
remember the first time that I'd seen like the actual betrayal of Corvo Otano, right. just like getting the the Empress murdered right in front of you, and just like that's the start of the game. Like it just left such a big impression on me, and you just like get to this place, you meet all of basically your enemies for the game, um, which of course the first time you're playing, it, you don't know that, but I just thought it's such like a, a powerful like tone setter for the entire game, and for me, I it just has such a a big place in my memory of just for that Dishonored one game that opening is mm-hmm. just so gut-wrenching and raw but yeah I'm, it's not really a level like it's just like a yeah. like a, a prelude i guess <laughs> or something a prologue whatever you would want to call it it's uh, like an amazing scene yeah, yeah right there you go. it's like an interactive scene yeah i do my like <laughs> i i i love it too but i mean it's technically in return of the tower like that zone and yeah, yeah. For, i i wouldn't uh I wouldn't back it as a as one of our best levels nominees, but I definitely yeah. like the shout out. I just a couple other shout outs from Prey. I think I'm kind of happy with what we have on the list, to be honest. But I'll, I'll shout these out because I had them written here. So one is uh, Psychotronics for me because um, I feel like that's when mm. you're really getting some horror vibes going on. I think that's the first mm-hmm. time you encounter the poltergeist things. You're going through the, that bathroom oh, sequence, yeah. uh, and then you go through and you get into that area where like there's the 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 typhon in like the pods and you go through you like lap around there's where they're doing some weird tests go upstairs there's some fun offices up there including the one that has all the sticky notes all over it and whatnot so i do really like psychotronics that's a a good like early game location in the game then of course you go back to it and there's some cool things to find on your way back yeah I don't yeah. like the poltergeists. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Them. Is like, I it love is a them, cool yeah. scene. Like, once again, it's like a, it's a cool mood, though. Like It does yeah. lean into the horror vibes more than most places mm-hmm. in that game. So I'm, I'm, here, I, with, I'm here for you with yeah. that. I, I would definitely back it for that okay. reason. I yeah. feel like, I don't know. I, like I, It was kind of a thrillery type game, but up until that moment was like, holy fuck. Like, I'm actually mm-hmm. sweating. <laughs> yeah. The poltergeist. <laughs> Terrifying. And then... It's exploding. I think, I think my last uh, shout-out here would then be... Uh, yeah, I guess the power plant in Prey as well um, as a fun area. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the most vertical the game ever gets. Like, mm-hmm. on, obviously on the interior, on the exterior, you can fly all around. Um, but it's... I don't know. Both sketchy to get down that thing without getting... without taking damage and then trying to escape when there's all sorts of monster enemies all over the place and like it's like about to explode it's almost like metroid you know you're just trying to get out as the space station is laying itself up and little yeah. quests and stuff in there so a cool area maybe not the peak of prey i guess so i don't know if it's really going to make it far but i would definitely at least shout it out we'll say we can, we can make it on the list sounds good I feel like any level in prey can make it on the list honestly i know right and sometimes it's like i can picture like a couple I can picture picture a couple like specific hallways. I'm like, oh, I love going through that hallway every time. I'm like, I don't even know. Wait, like, is that in the cargo bay? Is it in like hardware yeah. labs? Like, I can't even remember some specifics of like just the just Typhon Station details. in general. The entire yeah, <laughs> the entire I complex. The yeah. place on Talos One that I would not want on this list is the guts. Mm. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> I can think of that yeah. place very fast. And yeah, I feel like that's a weird area where it feels like the game's going to use it a lot more, but then you never really need to, like, after you go through there. You and I'm sure there's something. a lot of bonus things you can do there. Yeah, but, yeah there's, like, some side stuff where you have to, like, search around that space. And I always, like, mm-hmm. realize I could have done it on my first pass. And I don't. <laughs> yeah. I got to go back there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's everything, right? Yeah, I'm pretty contenders. happy with that. Yeah, it's a good that's list. A damn, that's a damn healthy list. 
I'm going to read through it real quick as a recap here. There's so um, many. There's so <laughs> many. How many is that? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. We're having about 30, 35 on here. So uh, we're going to have to shrink this down to a top 10. But here's what to they top are. Top 10. <laughs> Lady Boyle's Mansion. I'm not going to read the games for all these. You just heard those. Temple of Illusions, Upper Syria, the Arboretum, Crew Quarters, Royal Conservatory, We'll say from Dishonor 2, Dust District, Updom, Freestad Rock, Temple of Akba, Edge of the World, Coldridge Prison, uh, from Brigmore Witches, Clockwork Mansion, Dunwall Streets, House of Pleasure, Royal Physician, Temple of the Spider, Crack in the Slab, The Crypt, Carl's Bay, Talus One Exterior, Talus One Lobby, Brigmore Manor, Shindere North Quarry. I wrote that down. I don't. I still don't know how it's pronounced. It was very dead, but that's what the level's called. You got close. Ret- <laughs> Return to the Tower, Neuromod Division, The Complex. The Grand Palace, Adermeyer Institute, Slaughterhouse, the Pirate Ship, Psychotronics, and the Power Plant. So, that is our beefy list. Uh, let's take our, our first break. We'll just we'll we'll breathe it in, and when we come back, we will tear this list to shreds because we have to just not decimate it, but we gotta we gotta destroy <laughs> this thing. So we'll be right back. Only four percent of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. We are back. I feel like it's too soon to start by locking anything, though there are definitely like three or four levels that I feel like seem like they're in that lock tier. Uh, mm-hmm. Or do you guys, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to start with a lock? Do you feel it's like this makes sense? Is it time to Yeah, let's trim some fat Neat. before that we... Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll uh, pirate ship from Dark Messiah. Worth a shout out, no yeah. doubt. Is it top 10 contender? No way. Nah, get that out of here. <laughs> In that same conversation, I think maybe Psychotronics Power Plant. I'm glad we mentioned them at the end. Good shout outs. But I think the other prey levels I would I would go to before these ones. Yeah. Okay. Good, good cuts. There's three right there the bottom of the list but yeah i mean i wasn't necessarily shouting my out in in the order of favorites either i was kind of trying to go as random as possible so, yeah so yeah who's got oh, a suggestion man. there's some good I... ones here oh sorry okay i was gonna say um maybe temple of the spider i don't know if any dark <laughs> messiah levels are cracking the 10 
I'm not ready I mean, to cut it yet, to be honest. Okay. But, no worries, but I mean, no if worries. Kirkland's with you, then that's enough, and we can we can say goodbye to it. I feel like, yeah, yeah, cut it. Cut oh, it out no. I know, I know. <laughs> Sorry, Dark it's Savage. Or Fallen. <laughs> well, it, it beat Redfall. We can say that at the very least. No Redfall. No Redfall. Redfall. Like I'm nervous for that game on all of these lists. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously Kirkland won't be pitching anything from there, and me and Dante can. We are allowed to if we want to. We could. Uh, let's see. What's looking like the next Jenga block? There's a lot here. of D2s on here. So I, I feel like I'm looking at some of the, the weaker selections. Unfortunately, there's not really any weak selections from D2 because all, all these levels are so good. Some of the best. I'll, pitch, I'll pitch maybe <laughs> Adermeyer Institute as perhaps my lower, like, yeah. it's probably my fifth or sixth maybe in Dishonored 2, which at that point is like, that's I'm, maybe worth it, worth a chop. I'm with you too. Um, the other one I was looking at too is actually the Grand Palace. Even though I love the architecture of it, I, I just feel like, in comparison to even just some some of the ones on this list, they get extremely overshined or outshined. <laughs> well, if you guys are both feeling that way about Grand Palace, I I, I, say, I, I would love to see it stay. First, but if you guys are both there, then I think that obviously means that the room is not voting for it. Should we get Adamire out of here as well, or do you want to keep that still, Dante? I love how dark and dreary that place mm -hmm. is um but you kind of get that in the crack of the slab uh, cracking slab also just yeah. this dilapidated building yeah. ar like architecture i think is pretty cool right we i can leave it for now we can come back to it if you want. yes okay i just know it's gonna like it's 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 probably not gonna make it if it's on the edge now yeah it's, but, yeah okay. exactly so maybe it's time already i'm doing it i'm getting rid of it bye i'm also gonna say the you know, I, I keep looking at the bottom of the list, but I kind of want to like look around, right? Make sure I'm being fair. I'll bring it up on screen here for a moment here. Maybe <sighs> Temple of Akba from Arcs. Yeah, yeah, you can get rid of that. Cool area. You go through there twice favorite. distinctly, and there's different stuff going on there. I do enjoy it. It's it's cool. Some good puzzles. Yeah, but like again, if I was comparing it with even just the other arcs ones on there, I, I would mm -hmm. put it lesser. Yeah, the other arcs one I was looking at was the crypt. Um, oh, that one I'm having a hard time. I'm gonna. Have I know it, it has a lot going on it with it. That's that's what's kind of holding me back from wanting to just axe it. It is a There's... really big area, but again, we kind of specified it's just like the mission type stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now. There's neat puzzles in that space that it's don't really exist cool. in oh, yeah, all of the rest sure. of the game i feel like in any there's game like... there's like puzzles in that that like don't really <laughs> exist ev ever like it's yeah. it's very interesting um but also temple illusions kind of like that too to be honest i know I yeah. love temple Illusion. I, i'm not ready I do, to exit <laughs> i will say i feel like there's not that we need to have every game represented necessarily because i think we should just mm -hmm. try and find literally the best 10 that we can here yeah I don't think there's room for two arcs things though on the best levels list. I when I yeah. just think about Dishonor, when I think about Deathloop and Prey, I agree. And all these great games. Should we should we make that decision now, or should we just put it in the back of our mind that we're gonna pick one of them and, and come back to it a bit later? I want to simmer it for now. Let's I'm not ready it. to say goodbye to either of those. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. Uh, um. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah. I think for Deathloop. Uh, That's what I was gonna bring up. <laughs> I think all three all three of us would agree the complex is maybe. It's a great level, but it's the fourth best level in that game. Yeah, 100%. I think so. Oh, oh okay. But yeah, you guys just both agreed, so like, I definitely take the L there. Personally, but yes. I think, I, I think we should get rid uh, of it. Yeah. There's the part where you get to do like 
crack the invisibility code on his radio and mm -hmm. there's the mine area where you have to like make it through without blowing up and like i don't know i felt like i spent a lot of time there. it's great no don't yeah. get me wrong it is one of the best levels I've ever made in a video game, but that's just my, the caliber my, we're dealing with. Here. Yeah, right. My least favorite out of that bunch is Freestat. And I think that's Kirkland's favorite. Ooh, so that's that is, tricky. yeah. <laughs> so to say, you're going to take mine. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't shop Freestat yet. Okay. So, and so like, that one's we'll let it rock. There. We'll let it rock. I was being uh, malicious with, there. Yeah. <laughs> Up, Up Dom is extremely high for me as well. Um, yes, I guess the I other one would be Carl's Bay. One. Carl's yeah, Bay Carl, also is kind of. Carl's Bay is is a weird one where I I feel like it's the best level in that game for player versus player combat, and that's where I think mm. I really grew to love it. Is when I was doing a bunch of Juliana battles, and when I've played as Juliana in recent months, even just going back to the game, like that. Whenever that one pops up, I'm like, oh hell yeah, I can't wait to do some Carl's Bay action. But uh, I I can see where you guys are coming from because I think it was a, it was a one that took a while. I had delayed reaction for me when I was playing the game. It took yeah. me. Quite a few hours before I was like, oh, this is a really cool level. But think about like the weird house uh, that has like all those TV screens with all the eyes. You have Charlie's oh, yeah. weird like horror house. Mm -hmm. um, just all the like there's like that frozen mammoth section. There's like the like sex orgy. <laughs> like there's so <laughs> many weird, interesting, cool areas on top of like the industrialness. So it has a different energy than some of the other levels. It's funny. Yeah, it's got a lot of variety to it. It's funny you said that. Yeah, that's like your favorite PvP level, and for me, I think it's my least favorite, specifically just because oh, I've got I've gotten bopped so many times <laughs> as Colt yeah. from Juliana, just trying yeah. to run around for those areas, and then you have like the other enemies just just because you can go through different houses and stuff that also have enemies, and I just remember getting like bopped so many times through go, going through mm -hmm. Carl's Bay. So yeah. I don't have the most positive PvP experience on that. Maybe I'll have to hop up back on as Juliana. Where are you on that one, Dante? Carl's Bay. I was gonna say if, if out of the four, like Carl's Bay is my is my lowest. I, I think we should like, maybe drop it then. I think. Uh, I'm thinking about the Wenji fight now too. In the yeah, that room. Mm -hmm. is Sorry, cool. I'm not trying to get it added back on. <laughs> no, it can go. <laughs> but yeah, I think Carl's Bay just like is the least memorable for me personally. Yeah, that's. I think it's the late. Low, it takes the longest in the game before you're like. I'm not going to say forced, but like meant to go there too. So I think mm -hmm. in that way it becomes a little less iconic. Right. I, yeah. I'll I'll throw the uh, next strike at Royal Conservatory. I think if we were including the Death of the Outsider version along with this, then I think it would have a case, and that's why I was maybe making a case for having both versions. Yeah. But on its own, I think there's way stronger levels in that game, and I don't think it's top ten contender for best levels on this mm -hmm. on this list. Should we chop it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're doing pretty good. We're down to like, yeah. This looks like about twenty. So we what have about, to just make uh, a couple and a half again. What about Dunwall Streets? Ooh. I know it's very like thematic. It fits so well with just the dreariness of that game. Mm -hmm. I feel like it represents like the just yeah like it's the, the real... most like nostalgic too, right? Because that's like yeah. the first main area, and you think about it a lot. Just again trying to look at comparing it to the other ones on this list i just feel like so many other levels have so much stuff going on and although like the dunwell streets are fantastic on their own it's just i don't know they don't have enough bells and whistles when i compare it to the other levels on this mm -hmm. list that's kind of my argument there it is phenomenal it hurts me to even want to ax it but again yeah we make it down to 10 does the brewery count as part of it i think we did say that I think so. It's a yeah, loading zone, but it. so is technically There's, that like three-story building. That's that, really fun like, area. Like technically, that is a loading zone as well. But to me, it feels 
very distinctly like i forgot those were loading zones until i replayed the game this year they felt so that's, interconnected that has like the artist mansion in it too, right? granny rags yeah yeah the first time you go to the void right i don't know if i'm ready for that one we'll leave it we'll leave it okay i tell us one exterior i was gonna bring that one up it feels too. a bit weird it feels yep. a bit weird so maybe we should just yeah that was that was gonna be my suggestion <laughs> how do you feel kirkland I'm glad it's on here, but yeah, we, we can say goodbye to yeah. it. <laughs> it's just a big space. Yeah. <laughs> the ba dump chit. Okay. It's getting um, hard now. Where are the sights pointing? I think I'm looking at Slaughterhouse. Knife Dunwall. Uh, great level. It is a great level. Yeah. But I think it's maybe like 15th best level. In, Seeing uh, them. Yeah. Carbon all the whales and. I don't know, some big enemies in there that are pretty yeah. scary. And The first yeah. time he plays Dowd, so of course it feels iconic in that way, right? Yeah. It's a or very least... fun level for me to like replay, too. I, I don't know what it yeah. is. I, I just feel like I've, I've like gotten a really clean execution on it that I can almost just speed run it, and it's just really satisfying for me. But mm -hmm. Are we talking yeah. ourselves back into it, or are we chopping it? I'm ready to chop. Okay. Chop yeah. it like a Slaughter it. <laughs> I got one. Oh, dear. I'm nervous. Uh, oh, no. Talos One Lobby. I really, Ooh. really love the moment when you come out and see space. But other than that, to me, it's just a bunch of offices in an elevator. <sighs> it's just like your hub zone. You know what I mean? It's like where it you is go, the hub zone. Where you get it to is all the, hub. the cool yeah. shit. But it's not the cool shit. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I. The verticality of it, just for me, the design, like the visual, there's the kind of, there's more like museum-y area where you get a bit of history of Talos one. And above that, you have the offices that are just like on fire, right? Yeah. And like the healing bay. Mm -hmm. um, your office is obviously an iconic spot. And just the way the game like teaches you that you can get into rooms in multiple ways mm -hmm. in that area, I think is really smart. But you're doing all that is stuff it top in other 10, places, though. Is it top yeah. 10? Oh. We're getting really low on prey picks. That's another thing that I'm like, not that Scared prey about. needs to be in there, I guess, but it's it looks a bit scary. That is bees on this list right now. How do you, Kirkland? <laughs> how do you feel about lobby? Are you, are I, you with Dante here? I'm more with you, Dylan, on it, just because of like the design and everything, and it is that hub. I I just felt like warm. <laughs> <laughs> in a weird way every time i would go through that it area, wasn't just, a safe it's place very, either it's not a safe place <laughs> it's yeah. scary to be there also it is scary but i it's just famil familiarity i think mm. but oh, again you got to ask yourself that question is a top 10 worthy and is it top 10 i don't think it is <sighs> i think if we're all like wondering then we just have to say goodbye goodbye it made Talos it far one. it made it far sorry that one that oh. one felt bad God, this is getting, that one this did is getting feel hard. Dirty. <laughs> this is getting really hard. Uh, oh, I'll, not that could, this is a shocker that's still here. Brigmore Manor for me, I don't think it's top tenor. Uh, yeah. It's cool, no doubt. I think I, I prefer other mansions, other big houses in Dishonored. <laughs> Dishonored's got the big house game unlock yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. What Where if we switched shop? gears and started locking some? Ooh. Yeah, so. I like that. Room? No, I'm down. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because um, I think there's some oh, obvious cool, ones. Cool, cool. I mean, <laughs> cracking the slab is that a lot? Exactly. That's what I was yeah, thinking. That's that's a like, lot. That one's a hundred. That's like cracking the slab. Clockwork Mansion for me. Two. That's a lot. Clockwork, Clockwork yeah. Mansion. Yeah. 
So the two lot. top dogs from D2, as we talked about in that episode. I mean, D1, too. I feel like there's some locks for me on there, but it could be a little controversial. But that like, one, I think, I, might be harder of, to pick a lock than uh, yeah. Dishonored 2. Like, those two, like, you could see Maybe that. Maybe all have our favorite away. level in D1. And yeah. Just let me pitch this, though. Let, let's, let's say hear, Lady let's Boyle's hear. Mansion from D1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have our favorite. I'm sitting here like, nah, I don't think so. And then you say that, I'm like, absolutely. It's one of the best levels in that game. Yeah, I, uh, I not ready, Dylan. We can wait. I'm not ready to lock it. Okay. I'm not ready to lock it. And honestly, when I look at any of these Dishonored one ones, I just I don't know which one is the. Lo- I don't know. I don't know which one's my favorite. Actually, I, I haven't yeah. thought about that ex- too hard. I suppose. I know Lady Boyle's Mansion was number one on my personal list. Oh, I thought okay. <laughs> not I like thought not like ranked, not like ranked, but just like that was the first one I was going to shout out, and then, yeah. then Kirkland. That was my I thought, first uh, one. I, yeah. <laughs> I thought Royal Physician was your um It's my personal your top your okay, yeah, yeah, okay. But I honestly when I was making my list, I feel like Lady Ball's match might have been It's the first thing I thought of. I feel like that one and uh the Golden Cat were probably the first two that I wrote physically right. yeah. on my list of Oh no, I just no. look at the competition and I'm like, I don't it know if that mean, I don't know yeah. if that means that it's a top ten lock or if that just or if that just means it's iconic and cool and, and is awesome, but is like the eleventh best level or something, you know? There's there's so many different ways to about that. It changes. It's like the only thing in the game that changes from playthrough to playthrough, which is pretty neat. Like the different they yeah, use a different mask every time. Yes. You got the I like the uh like the combination of the super, super like poor area with the tall boys just like murdering the uh the sick folk. And then mm-hmm. you have like the the just the people in their high lives at, at the at the Boyle Mansion. It's just like such a stark contrast in the same level. Um got the duel. Yeah, it got the duel. There, there's some cool like side things you can do for sure there. Um you can sign your name. <laughs> it doesn't have major <laughs> implications for the story, but it's still something that mm-hmm. really cool that you can do. Well, I mean, if you guys are both wanting to lock it, does that mean it's a lock, or or for a lock, do we need all three of us to agree? It's more satisfying if we can get all three on, on board. Yeah. Okay, we can, we, can, we can come back we can bench it. Don't worry, I'm not I'm not trying to axe it. I'm just I'm just trying to yeah. simplify a bit before we get to that for point. Sure. And I don't know. I think I think Deathloop is tricky. My lock would be up Dom, but I don't yeah. know. How do you guys feel about that? Is I was going to no, my next suggestion for a lock is up Dom. I feel like that one has, I don't know, the most variety out of all the levels too. Cause you have like, it's the, pretty big. Yeah. You have, you have the mansion that you like do the final mission. The party, in, yeah. And then so you have the party and then you also have the like laser tag arena. Yeah. And you have Charlie's, yeah. uh, Charlie's like D and D campaign thing. Um, yeah. Isn't that library? Colt's Sorry? house is. Yeah, Colt's yeah. house is there too. That's where Colt's house is. I feel like that has the most like iconic spots in the. It's the first. Game. I think it's the first spot you actually go to. Yeah, uh, it is, to in yeah. that game. I it, like personally, I don't think it's my top pick on there, but like coming into this, I assumed that that was actually going to be making it into the top ten. So I'm I'm completely fine if we want to lock uh, okay. that one in there. That makes me really happy to see. <laughs> Let's um, see here. Um. Da, 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 da. Is Edge of the uh, World? I'm I'm actually looking at Edge of the World and Coldridge Prison as like potential cuts. Now, only now that we're like getting down to it, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're top tens for me. 
I love the Coldridge prison just like design so much and mm. especially the way that it fits into the world of Dishonored. It's just I don't know. It's very menacing, very like uh just tyrannical ruler type feel. Yes. So I really really want to see it on on there at some point, but I I'm not like super hard for it right now, so I I think I just don't want it axed at this point. Because there's too much, too much okay. meat left on the bone. What about Edge of the World? Is that uh, is that a top tenner for you guys? Or uh, I think I think it's so? like the most open area in the whole game, right? Like you get to really explore Karnaka and get like a feel for society and yeah. like the new. Like it, it feels like it feels like between like Upper Syria and um, Dunwall Streets. I feel like it's the most. I don't know, like that idea of entering a zone and getting a feel for this, like this nation and yeah, I, society, I think, you, I think, I think you're right. Like that or that or Dust District are probably the most open and I guess freeform in terms of their structure, and that you're not just going point A to point B, but you're going back and forth and back and mm-hmm. forth and all over again. Yeah, I'm not ready to get rid of Edge of the World. Okay, sounds. Good. Um, how about North Quarry? I a locker cut and a cut. Um, that's one of my like one of those that I chose, but like I, it's all because of the the void piece and also like all of the um the research and stuff that's being done on the outside. I think is like really really cool. Yeah. I hate playing that part of the game. Uh, I'm so that enemy I, type is so savage. Yeah, yeah they're like it, it's so easy to die because that enemy type just like can't seemingly can't die, or if they can die, it did not it did not go over well often. And everyone's um, powerful witches and stuff too. Yeah, it's really easy to get lost in that level for me. Like I felt like I had to double back and do some of the stuff. Like I got all the way to the edge where like you go into the void and you do like you go into the eye and get to the end of that game, but. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do the stuff where you you get the good ending, and I was like, "Fuck!" And then I had to double all the way back, go back through the void. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like every single time I get there, I'm like, I am just getting off of playing all the Dishonored games as well. Yeah. Like for some reason, every time I played Death of the Outsider, I have played all the Dishonored games leading up to it as well, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm just so done. By the time I get there, I'm like ready for it to be over. Even though I yeah. loved the experience, like that is just this like last hurdle that I can't wait to be yeah. done with. And then, so, well, I was, I was gonna say, Kirkland, it sounded it sounded when we first pitched that that you weren't too hot on it. Would that be an accurate thing, or is I just was yeah I just projecting or something? <laughs> yeah, you're putting words in my mouth. No, I <laughs> personally, yes, like it is really important for that story because it's the first time you go to the void, but. I, I just like it it wasn't the most memorable uh level for me when I think of Death of the Outsider. Um I wouldn't have I wouldn't have pitched it personally, well obviously because I kind of forgot. I think about it should it, go. But, I think it should yeah. go at this point. If this is the uh, I that one's my wreck and I'm I, I love it, but it's it's I've still only played it once, right? Because I haven't replayed that game fully at this point. Yeah. And so I think on repeat playthroughs I might come back and be like, Oh, we made a mistake. But for today, I can only say what I can say today and I, I think for that point it's it's gone. It's like one big stealth mission, that one. It feels yeah. like it, they're doing less interesting stuff than you do in some of the other missions. Maybe a little all of Dishonored variety, yeah, fair enough. Okay, this is um, so tricky. <laughs> it's very tricky. I, left. Sh- should we make our arcs decision? Mm. In terms of which one's going to stay, and it's not necessarily <laughs> that we're locking it. 
And in fact, maybe the solution is to cut both of them, which is sad. But I think we should at least simplify this down to one of them. One of the solutions to the Temple of Illusions is walking backwards. I never would have thought to do that initially. I was like, what? Yeah. The second yeah. I thought, I felt like my brain was huge in that yeah. moment. Like, or the or the fact that you could... Um, Think about the creepy mannequin guy, too. The mm, Yeah. I forget exactly how it worked, but there was like... Oh. The, the six rooms and they were all identical yes. and the way that you could figure out how which one was different was by like placing a different object in each room yeah you know, very like cool. oculus thing i thought that was really clever also like i cheated on that one i had to look up a walkthrough <laughs> i had to admit uh, but like <laughs> too it, but it is still cool yeah i feel like as far as arcs goes like that puts you in a position where it like really makes you think about the mechanics that hundred percent more so than not more than a lot of the other places, yeah. but it's just like a, a lot of that all at once. My really one cool. knock like, against temple of illusions is that that final battle against the two snake ladies is so hard. And I, I don't like that you are so confined in the small room and there's so little that you can do to like feel like you can get creative with it. So I found yeah. that there long. What's that? Pro gamer strategy. No, I was okay. like, I, I just don't think I was there long. I don't remember. I had to that load that save so many times to do that. I'm. Well, what about the crypt? I'm. I, yeah, I'm more on the side of the crypt. I just think that is such a like scary, hostile area. The use of traps and like trying to figure out how this like uh, what is it, the instinct stat? What is or what is it called? The intuition? Mm-hmm. Is that what the stat is called? Like. And all yeah. those little rooms that you get trapped in and the solutions of just like really paying attention to everything in your surroundings and see what you can interact with, and what you can't. And I just think the deeper and deeper you get, the more weird and terrifying it gets until you're in that place with like those scary ass mummies. Uh, and you have mm-hmm. to like hover over that like little lava vault and stuff like that. Uh, it's just, yeah. there's, it's, I don't know. It, it, it felt like a freaking journey for sure. And, uh, I, that would be my pick of the two, but they are was, both so cool and interesting that it, it. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't think there's room for both of them in the top ten. Maybe I'm wrong. Though. More happening at the crypt. I think it's a bigger level. See, and I think that's it is. Been, that's that's the thing. Like I feel like I was more in the Temple of Illusion camp, but Dylan kind of convinced me of just like the dark. Like the deeper you go into the crypt, it does get scarier and just more fucked up with the, the different enemies mm-hmm. and all the traps and i remember just yeah triggering so many traps in that in that sequence but it made it that much scarier because i actually felt like i was just like walking on eggshells like i don't know what's going to come around the next corner or anything like that so although the temple illusion like i just really like the overall aesthetic of it and the idea of what you're doing but i i, I think yeah you kind of kind of I, I can me. i can work with that because like also with the crypt it's like you feel like you're constantly moving in that yeah, space whereas like forward. the temple of illusions like it's like okay i'm at a puzzle and i'm spending mm-hmm. 10 20 30 minutes on this puzzle now yeah it's not like i'm being rushed or anything like that there's no uh... yeah let's see how many we actually need to figure out at this point so seven we are right? down to yeah but we have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen so we need to cut our list in half essentially just as a recap for the audio listeners we have locked up dom clockwork mansion and crack in the slab and our 
contenders at this point, remember we need to cut this list in half, is Lady Boyle's Mansion, Upper Syria from Death of the Outsider, the Arboretum, Crew Quarters, Dust District, Three Stad Rock, Edge of the World, Coldridge Prison, Dunwall Streets, House of Pleasure, Royal Physician, The Crypt, Return to the Tower, and the Neuromod Division. Holy fuck, this is uh, yeah. this is tricky. I was trying to look at specifically just the Dishonored, and you know, I know we don't have to just try and have one from every game or whatnot here, but still, still, just trying to look at the quality in comparison amongst those uh, Dishonored ones. I feel like five. Dishonored one, yeah. fourteen. Like that's <laughs> it's an awful lot. It's it's so tricky. Um, I I still think though at like at the bottom for my my Dishonored picks right now is. Dunwall Streets, and I've actually kind of come around with Colt Called Rich Prison, although I love the aesthetic so much when I'm thinking about the actual levels and what you're doing in them. I think the other ones just have so much more going on. Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to pitch that out there to try mm-hmm. and get some juices flowing. Because there's a lot of dishonor. I think if we list. had included every time you go there, it would have a bit more juice to it, kind of that Royal Conservatory yeah. sort of way. But I think of just the Brigmore Witches section, yeah, I, I don't think it's to that tier. Are we, yeah. are we happy to make that cut, Dante? It's fun to play, but yeah. For the streets? Is that what you're saying? For Coldridge Prison. For Coldridge Prison. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, Kirkland about... was also mentioning the streets. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling on that one, Dante? Do you I still want to... i ready for that one to go. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> it's like, I, that one is so iconic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Returning the Tower, just like, re- I'm not saying to cut it, but re- like, refresh my memory a little bit. Um, Isn't the beginning of that level like empty? Aren't you like walking up to the tower and like there's nothing going on? Or am I thinking of two? No, think so you're thinking of yeah, not not that level. I because uh, in that one you, you start at like the water right, and then you have to like mm-hmm. find, you go up climb your thing. way up. You and end up where like, like the opening cutscene is right. You're yeah. at that area with the gazebo thingy. Yeah, right. uh, and then you're kind of climbing okay. up through the tower. That's there's like the uh, the dude Just, making the broadcast and that interaction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So sorry. you do revisit that area in Dishonored Two, obviously, and we're we're obviously. I'm thinking of the Dishonored Two scene. version of that. Yeah. Because I was like, if that's what I'm thinking of, that one definitely needs to go. But no, but I, no. <laughs> that might be my top pick from Dishonored One, honestly. Okay. Uh, so just I'll just say that. Not that I'm. I don't have a saying. Right now because I don't, know, I don't think you guys are there but, for it, but. I think that might be just to put my chips down. I think that's where my favorite yeah. Dishonored One level is. It is very high for me. I, I think just because of the different stuff that's going on, the scale of that level. It's very vertical. Not so much in like one area, but just thinking of like where you start at the water level and then you have to make your way all the way up to like the addition that they added on to the tower, which is just like way, way high up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you get a go-to where... Uh, the Empress was murdered, and there's like that little dialogue between like those two NPC characters. I I just I, I feel like that's such a big level, um, even though it's probably not the biggest level when you when you think of that game. But just yeah. the stuff that's going on, yeah. I love the Arboretum and Prey because obviously it's such a different visual style yeah. than what you're used to. The fact that you're in this kind of bubble dome area, you can look up mm, to space, larger space. I don't think it's top tenner for me, and I'd be happy to cut it. Just because I think it's actually maybe a bit of the openness of it that takes away from some of the tightness of like Arcane's level design, where I can't, I don't think of it as 
I don't know. I think if it was more linear, I don't think that would service the area well. But because of that, yeah. it, it's not as tightly designed, perhaps, as some of these other I locations. It also has, like, hub energy. Yes. It's right? almost like yeah. the like, opposite end, kind of, right? Yeah. The, later on, the hub of the later late game, I guess. So I'm okay. With, I just feel like those end up being less interesting because they're just a pathway towards something cooler for That's me. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's fair. You agree with that, Kirkman? Yeah. yeah, we can cut it. Upper hey, Styria... Oh, I man. don't have strong feelings about that one in general. Like I, once again, I feel like Dunwall Streets and and um, Edge of the World do what that is supposed to be doing better. Like I feel like Syria, it, uh, it, like as a whole, never feels like an interesting environment compared to some of the other ones in Dishonored. Like whereas, like Dunwall feels like post-apocalyptic not post-apocalyptic but like like dark future london like mm -hmm. and then karnaka feels like spain syria doesn't necessarily have this that same effect to me where it feels like here's, it's like placed in the world here's placed my, in our world here's my pitch on uh that level so you were talking about edge of the world and dishonor 2 as being kind of a, a much more like open area mm -hmm. and i feel like this is peak dishonored open level design area because it's almost designed in like a triangular sort of way of like three points of interest and then you yeah. can kind of intersect you go above the buildings or you can go through you can go under um and then all those just have really interesting stuff going on you have the one street area that has the black market shop that's really fun to come back through there because obviously yeah. you're not going through it linearly so you can keep coming back to buy stuff or when you make enough money to buy that next big thing you have the auction going on up there um, and then you can go over to the section that has that bar, which is like the a really bar, fun difficult there's challenge. There's the shop. Yeah, the guy's, the guy's house. And I think my main pitch, though, is that this is a level that you get to fuck around with for a couple sure, hours. Sure, hitman level. And then you come back and you see the results, uh, the direct like ramifications mm. of the actions you chose and the people you took out and, cool. and whatnot. You see it at a different time of day. It's got a slightly different setup. Uh, and so like so often dishonored it's like your choices are reflected in the end game thing and then at like the closing credits of the game you kind of see like what the world is like but you mm. never really get to directly see this individual street that i had an effect on what is the result of it and you get to see mm -hmm. that here i feel like this is the peak of getting to use like billy's ability to like masquerade and it's, you can do some really fun creative weird stuff with that in this level because of because of the way it's designed and that it's not very linear in that way mm -hmm. yeah uh, it, this is a this would be a top ten for my personal list, and so I'd love to see it on here. Well, we don't uh, have to cut it. That, uh, I feel like you're making good arguments for it. Mm -hmm. 100%. I'm changing my mind, but <laughs> like <laughs> I just I I'm just looking at the other two, I'm like uh -huh. it feels like they're they're the same three of the same idea. Mm -hmm. They're just handled differently. Um, if if that's that does put Dunwall Streets in that conversation for me, then though, because. There no, is, think, out of all of them, there's the least to do. I think we should drop it then. I love it, but I think it made it really far, and I'm happy where it got to. Yeah. yeah. Kirkland, you're with that too, so let's Yeah, I was ready to cut it already. Uh, how about the Neuromod division? Obviously, those the opening like twist of Prey is fantastic, and that's technically part of Neuromod division. But to some extent, I, I can kind of separate that twist from the level that you're going through. And... Uh, I, I don't know. I do love it. I love when you go back there and you get to see a whole different section of it. But yeah, I just don't think it's 
individually on a level status I, I'll, I'll put these other ones for me it has oh, it has some of the best scenes in the entire game which it is does. where that makes it tough probably but it's like the best scene in the game yeah <laughs> is yeah. that am i enjoying that more from the just like cinematic part or yeah, is like tricky. i don't know you get to like dink around with the helicopter space and like, yeah technically that all yeah. takes place first in the time you see a mimic yeah i don't know about that one okay um, it stays for now i think i could let i don't know i was gonna say i think i could let crew quarters go before neuromod but i really like crew quarters also i really like it i too. know it, that's the it feels issue. less like it feels maybe a bit less unified in its theme because it's a bit of a mix match of these different areas mm-hmm. but i feel like they're all out, like tied together really well and it's yeah, fun yeah. backtracking through them and like making progress and doing quests in those areas the first time i went through the, like the crew quarters areas too i i just i i just loved all the detail of just mm-hmm. explaining like some of the crew's basically hobbies as well as just like exploring the area that they would have lived in for for all this time yeah so I had a lot of fun just kind of exploring that area and as well as like kind of the side quests that came out of it. So that is but the it, area it's tough too, because when sorry. I replay prey, I'm like, I can't wait to get to crew quarters. Like that, <laughs> yeah. I always, that is a very, like a favorite location. They have the best D and D room I've ever seen. I think, I I think those are my two favorite parts of prey. Like I, I'm almost <laughs> like ready for yeah. both of those to stay Three, in a weird four, way. Five, yeah. Six, See, yeah. Cause I, I thought I was way higher. We only have to on... cut four. So there's potentially room for both of them. I was really wanting to keep crew quarters like above Neuromod, but then after just thinking about all the extra scenes that are in Neuromod division that I wasn't really thinking about, like the opening stuff, it's so top tier. Like I I (laughs) love that area. You get the glue gun. And that area too, like going through Neuromod division late in the game when like the power is cut from the station Mm. and going through there in complete darkness is fucking cool. Like it it is a really, really interesting area as well. So yeah, let's, let's. I don't think I'm ready for either of those to go. Then <laughs> we haven't we haven't talked about Duster's district at all. Where are you guys uh, feeling about that one? How do you guys feel about that one? Um, obviously replayability I, different each yeah, time would, in terms of how you're siding with people. I'll take Edge of the World over Dust District. Weirdly enough, even though I think Dust District, I my, my one of my favorite parts of the whole game, like the play. I, uh, I love the districts district so much but thinking about just the effect that the edge of the world opening had on me i think i would pick that above it and Mm -hmm. after hearing like dylan's argument on upper syria i feel like i put upper syria over dust district now which is crazy to me because i just think the dust district is such a cool area to go through especially just like this this uh environmental thing that just the people of karnaka have to deal with and to like actually be in it that's something that you don't interact (laughs) like you don't deal with in the first dishonor game so it's very exclusive to to the like that area in Dishonored too. You got Corvo's apartment. Yeah, too. Corvo's apartment. That was really cool to come across. Get a little oh, bit more backstory on that that original player character. There's like three different ways to go through that mission, right? You yep. killed one, the other, or both, which I think yep. is neat. Or the riddle, the riddle, or the or the riddle, right? Like that one. That one gives you a bunch of different options. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuck. I don't think that one's ready to go either. (laughs) Yeah. What about all of these? We have so many Dishonored 1. We do. We do, and it's tricky because I feel like we all have a different favorite. Yeah, Uh, like, I honestly, like, I think there's a conversation to be had between Royal Physician and House of Pleasure. 
I actually like see here's the thing. I love Royal Physician. That one's mine, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's that's I have two parts of that that I really love, and then nothing else necessarily is like mm-hmm. pulling it ahead above like Lady Boyles, right? Like Yeah. I I sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, I was trying to make up arguments on how I could cut <laughs> House of Pleasure, but I I just love the idea of like all the stuff that's going on. Like, it's not just a murder that you're going to do; it's also a rescue. Um, you can also obviously handle yep. it non lethally by just sending these these terrible guys to work in their own, uh, their own um, mine. Mine, but but like also just exploring through that area i love the design of it again when you compare it to that game to some of the levels that dishonor 2 has it's just so small in comparison but again like this is this is the first dishonor game and for me that that's just i think that was where they first showed like the e3 demo too was at that location so it just had a lot of hype and build up and for me it completely executed on it it was the first time i used the possession ability to go through like the the little <laughs> the pipe as a fish so mm-hmm. i really really love that mission so much and with Royal Physician, I love playing through it now that I've just, like, almost memorized, like, the entire mm-hmm. level. So, like, again, just, like, the high chaos mode, it's so satisfying. I kind of like the linearity of it, too. Like, it, you're just going on the one Straight. stretch. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I love it, though. And, again, like, with the bridge, just really, really cool stuff in there. Um, it's I don't It's, know. like, I like Royal Physician more than, like, I like playing that level more than any of the other ones on here from mm-hmm. D1, but yeah. I feel like it's doing the least amount of, like, interesting... It, it, I like playing that level. Like, I like... Just because it feels like I'm stripping down Dishonored to its core mechanics, and then I have an additional neat thing to do where I have to, like, rescue someone instead of actually, like, go out and kill someone. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is cool. Like, I actually have to think about how much chaos I'm producing because, like, it makes it harder for me to get out. Um, yeah. But... Like you said, it's like the most linear level in the entire like in in the game. Like you, just, you are just mm-hmm. going straight. There's like a few different ways you can go under, you can go in the middle level, or you can go above, <laughs> yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then you get True. to the mansion, which is like or the his like workshop, which is super easy to get into and out of. You don't even have to explore that level. Yeah. yeah. Does that count? Like, does that work against it? Like, how easy it is to get to the objective? Personally, yes, because I like I kind of just self nerf and I just don't go the easy route just because right. i want to explore that area because it is really interesting but the fact that it is so easy to get through it i feel like personally kind of brings it down because it doesn't I'm... force you to interact with the really cool interior to put my cards on the table like that's definitely my lowest of the dishonor one picks that we okay. have here but i respect that it's your favorite one and i yeah i want you know <laughs> no, i want like, you to can... represent that you know I but think... i but it definitely is my lowest one so if you guys it sounds like you're maybe talking yourselves into a potential cut and you have my backing yeah. if that's what you want. I, I think it can go for me just because, like, yeah, I enjoy being in that level. I like playing yeah. it, but, like, does it do all the other cool shit that some of these other levels do? Not really. Should we kick it, Kirkland? Are you happy with Exit. that? Exit. Get it out of here. That's a, that was a tricky one. Three uh, more, right, to cut? Yes, I believe you're correct on that. <laughs> now I come back to Neuromod Division. I That one still seems like a low... Like a low moment there i think of <laughs> i want to see I, weirdly enough return to the tower once again it, i say that's my favorite one but i also don't feel the need to die on that hill and and i'm just i'm, I'm giving you guys ammo right now you guys can do with it what you want I'm i don't just... want your clip I'm, <laughs> I'm dying on that hill i'm dying on that hill <laughs> i love return to the tower so much um oh, that's hilarious <sighs> 
<laughs> Honestly, I think Neuromod might be my lower one right now. I'm which is stay. Yeah. True Carters I, now too. So here's I feel the like thing. It's here's, low. <laughs> here's the here's here's the thing. I would take Neuromod over the crypt. Over the crypt. Okay. Just say sorry, oh. arcs. And crew quarters is higher than all those. Yeah. Is that the, yeah. Crew yeah. quarters is highest for me on prey right now. Why don't we now? lock crew quarters? Seems bold. Seems like a bold move. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm not throwing my B on it yet. I'm not throwing. Yeah. All of I us also... were raving about it. That's why, like, it's the one of the one that was like ubiquitous between us. Like, we were all were like, "Oh yeah, fucking lock crew quarters." Yes, I agree. Uh, I agree with you on that. I think all of the rest of these, it's like two people like it. Uh, yeah. We have. Or I guess the crypt, but like for some reason I'm being weird about arcs yeah. over some of these other levels in general. Okay. Recap, audio listeners: Lady Boyle's Mansion, Upper Syria, Crew Quarters, Dust District, Freestad Rock, Edge of the World, House of Pleasure, The Crypt, Return of the Tower, and Neuromod Division. That is ten. So we, yeah, I need to cut three of those to move on here. I was trying to think of Freestad Rock. We haven't talked about it in a while, yeah. Yeah, like the weaker portions of it. In my mind, it's kind of one of the smaller areas in comparison to maybe some of the, the other Deathloop ones. But then I was kind of remembering <laughs> just some of the details that they have in those areas. Uh, like with the... There's some deep bunkers in that level too, man. Yeah, there, no, goes, 100%. Like it goes, it goes very deep. Um, I like when you're in like that more house type area with like uh like the wrist thing that you get through different doors uh, i feel mm -hmm. like that's a really cool mechanic you cool. kind of have to interact Class with pass, I think is called um, like yeah that. there you go and i just like the snow the snowy cold vibes of it the music so, that plays when you first enter that level too is oh really cool. so yeah. good yeah so I, I was trying to find ways to cut it and i just kind of cemented my reasoning on why i wanted it in the top 10 <laughs> so. i love i love <laughs> rock for sure hear me out here okay i'm listening <laughs> Lock in a five total. Lady like Boils. Two more locks, you're saying? Lady Boils and crew quarters. Ooh, trying to pair up crew quarters uh, with another one. I'm going to. <laughs> Still I'm gonna, slide it in. I'm going to make my very brief, because I don't think this argument's going to go far, case against Lady Boils Mansion. That is Ooh. the world's smallest mansion. When I went through it again this year, I was like, wow, this is very, very small. And you guys are right that. Like they change up the solution, but also you just go upstairs and there's like a note and then like the level is done. Like, you know who it is and you're like good to go. Uh, I think that's when you've done it multiple times, you know, that that's the solution though. Right. Like you're not wrong, but I legitimately did get a bit soured on it. When oh, I, I guess that is the, the case though. Like all these other levels might have like and, more replayability than this. And one, I like, I like the area out. of the streets outside that with the tall boys and whatnot, mm -hmm. but also not not that long of a sequence and it's like that's not peak dishonored street cruising around mm. for me uh and then you know like the backyard it's i don't there's not too much going on there the level just it it really did feel quite small to me when i when i went back to it this year and yeah it's too because like i still have that reverence for it. i still love it 
and it still mm -hmm. holds a special place in my heart. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I just, I feel like this year it dropped out of my, like, all-time favorite arcane level status. I know it's not like that for you guys, but yeah, like I don't know. I just think about some of these other it, places, buildings you're going through in these games, and like I was, yeah, it's a small, it's a small mansion. It's like there's not a ton of interesting <laughs> areas going on there. You know, out of the levels in Dishonored One that you can just speed run, I guess. Like that's the one you can get in and out of the quickest, probably. Like you know, probably. once you know what yeah. to do, you can just yeah. yeah. How's the pleasure get too? To the feel like in that way it's like uh kind of smaller we have two targets right we were like already this... on our way towards cutting house of pleasure i felt like i, don't know, I feel like kirkland we were, was, it was between no, that and I... the royal and <laughs> um, royal position yeah royal position and we were like talking about both of them at the same time and then i just like i think we maybe have to be i think we might be at the point where if we have two people wanting to lock something or two people wanting to cut something then that's enough yeah, I feel like we're going a bit in circles here. Unless any of you think that we have, again, you have like a stinging or a scathing argument against one of these things. No. I think that might be the point we're at. And in that case, if that's what? if you guys agree with that, I think Neuromod Division is ready for a cut here between. I think Kirkland was ready. To I'm cut ready. That to one I'm ready to cut it. Yeah. Do you feel like that's fair, Dante? Are we at that point now? Yeah, I was almost gonna say like, what if we just start kind of ordering them? And some of them are going to fall off near the end as well. I we're think, in like close to top 10 territory. I think we would do well to just get the 10 first. Okay. Okay. I think Neuromod is gone. Exit. Get it out of here. And if you guys are still feeling like Lady's Mo Lady Boyle's Mansion's a lock for you, and if you both want to lock it still, then I, I am okay to, to go My, at this point. I'll, I'll make a little pitch here. So <laughs> in defense of both Lady, Lady Boyle's Mansion and House of Pleasure. Now again, this is very subjective, but personally, like the the size of the map really doesn't affect me at all because I'm I'm just thinking of it at as what they were working with for that first game. And yeah, all of the Dishonored One levels are pretty small in comparison to like Dishonored Two and like the other mm -hmm. Dishonored games later on in the series. Um, they just got bigger and grander. Yep. But I I just love the 
I think the switch up from the regular style of the levels that you have uh, for that game. Uh, so I'm going to single in on Lady Boils here. Like, this is the first and only mission, I think, that you actually can just, like, like you can just walk in and walk in, yeah. that you're, like, an enemy or anything. Like, like the whole cool. masquerade with the mask. I just think that's such a... It's not even, like, creative because that's not, that's just that idea of like a, a masked man at a at a mass party like it just like that has been a thing for sure before but all of just the i think like the different areas whether it's like the smoke room uh the the uh like the kitchen area with the with the just all the food on it the fact that you can actually like eat the food uh <laughs> interact with the um it's like a champagne or something fountain and you can just and again like it is true once you figure out what you have to do you can speed run that level so much but or so quickly but like there is multiple ways to kind of get the the answer uh mm -hmm. to the question you could just yep. explore it on your own and and again just go into the different rooms you can uh speak to that one lady i forget her name but that's one that you like bring the drink to and then she kind of gives you some clues uh of course there's there's the guy with the wolf uh mask that you can just send send her away with and i it's tough though because <laughs> like is that my argument on why it's the the best level ever it, it, I, I don't know if i can say that because the replayability maybe isn't quite top there but i just think for the first mm -hmm. dishonored game that's just such a standout in my eyes that specific level yeah. uh but again if i'm looking at the, that and house of pleasure i think i'm play, taking house of pleasure like every single time uh yeah Ooh, and that might be bold to say but you know well, I don't think that. Take, I think that I'm means we would have mod over both of those, and you already got rid of Neuro mod. <laughs> I was like, wait. I looked at the list again, and it was gone. <laughs> it hurt. The savage territory. That is, we're right. Yeah. Is House of Pleasure a lock lock status for you guys? It's lock for me, but not for Dante. Oh, no. How do you guys feel on yeah. Lady Boyle then? Because Dante it sounded like it was. I a lean bit Lady Boyle over House of Pleasure. Yeah, but tricky, tricky. I. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I could like, I don't know. That's maybe not the way to do this. I was like, <laughs> I could just throw in my like 10 real quick right now from what we have here. But like, it would knock off a few of these. But that's just, is I don't, I don't think that's a good way to do this. Do you guys feel like the Crips top 10? Yes. No. <laughs> no. No. I don't, uh, yeah, I guess this is, yeah. I'm just like, it's very, <laughs> like barely shaking my head though. Like well, there's putting, a, there's putting a... the crypt up against any dishonored level is not fair. It's not, but like they're also like it is different and unique and unlike mm -hmm. any of those things, you know. And it has a different yeah. vibe; it makes you feel different. Yeah. So I think there is an argument because it's not a dishonored ranking; it's a arcane ranking. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm, history, I'm saying right? like out of like that in um, that is like top two arcs levels for me yeah and i don't think it stands up against any of the other arcane stuff that they've done or like any of the anything else on this list i see your argument but i don't agree yeah <laughs> <laughs> um there's a couple that we haven't talked about in a little while okay. uh maybe maybe it's because they're oh. lockable yeah i've got another one too yeah go they, ahead. they want to lock okay no, I... i'm ready to, to cut Oh, okay. Okay, um, so Upper Syria and Dust District. I really, really like those two picks. Um, I, I, I think they were lower initially for me, but we, but the, just the 
the talking that we've been having on the discussion i am really really confident in wanting those in my top 10 i i, I just think like out of everyone on the list those two are the most similar just for like the more exploring you can kind of do as well as just the ramifications that your actions have on those areas mm-hmm. uh but I, I I just really, really think that both of those have a lot of magic to them. A lot of just, yeah, memorable moments that I, I, I will just love interacting with it. And I would, I'd be happy to lock both of those. I just want to, so Dust District over Edge of the World is what we're saying here. I don't know if I feel that. Just because, like, I don't know, that moment going into Dust District, you, yeah. you see the, like, the, the, the flies for the first time. You're, like, yep. walking up and, like, t- you come up with the fishermen. And then it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. There's just something special to this level. You get to, like, you do, you're dealing with the guards for the first time. Um, True. And just kind of seeing, I don't know, I feel like there was magic in Dishonored 2 when you get into that level, just because you start to realize all the stuff that Corvo can do, or Emily can do. Uh, um, oh, man. I, so- I, <laughs> I, hate, I hate what I'm about to say, but I think it might be correct and my we mean correct <laughs> my oh, i hate to do say it. this do it. it might be easiest to cut the remaining prey and arcs pick and just say that over crew quarters i no, honestly it's... might be at that point for me mm-hmm. like where i just look i'm like death loop and dishonor baby like these something about these games i would like to keep crew quarters i would get rid of what about Lady Boy's Mansion? Would you be willing to do that, Dante? I would get rid of every level left. <laughs> As opposed to crew to quarters. keep crew quarters. That's bold. Wow. Uh, Dylan, how did you feel on Lady Boy's? Because it sounded like you were kind of. I'm ready. I'm ready to get rid of it. I think it's really hard to say, but I think I'm actually accepting the fact that I can say goodbye to that one. That's fine. I don't know. And I I, th- I, I think will just... say though, like, if it, if it makes you easier. Not that I have the power to lock a pick, but I that would I would want to lock House of Pleasure in that yeah. world where and that, I know Dante feels opposite, but you have my weight now going behind that one. So yeah. should we get rid of Boyle's mansion? Yeah. As long as I can Just, keep crew quarters at this point, because that sounded I, I want to avoid the possibility of losing <laughs> Lady Boyle and House of Pleasure. So I'm just gonna We only you know, need to cut one more guys. Two evils. We only need to cut one more. We are down to the wire. It's either <sighs> My my thoughts with Crew Quarter or sorry Upper Syria and Dust District over Edge of the World was just the replayability factor. But Dante again emphasized on just the magic of, of that initial yeah. landing. So and I've only played that game once, so like I can't really speak on the replayability it's of it. It's huge obviously. too. It's a huge area. Like yeah. there is a lot Very to vertical. do there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. There's more to do there than in Dust District. Dust yeah. District just has really like has cool weather effects and a neat gimmick that you get to like kill one or the other, yeah. which I love. Like I fucking love Dust District, but like I just think Edge of the World is such a yeah. cooler moment. Kirkland, now that we're down to the wire, how do you feel with the crypt now? Now, now that it's like literally the last pick, is is yeah. the crypt like the perfect number eleven, or <laughs> I or think is it still a top ten for you? Here's my here's my my dilemma here. I I think it is the perfect eleventh pick, but like <laughs> I, I I still just feel kind of dirty just getting rid of yeah. like the first arcane, uh, like the one nomination remaining from the first arcane game 
because I, I I think it's just I don't know it, it brought a lot of things um, out of my enjoyment. Well, I should say that in the positive sense. It, it brought a lot of things into the enjoyment that I had for that game, especially just thinking of the little moments of that thriller, like scary vibe that I've experienced in later games, whether it be Prey, um, uh, even like some moments in Deathloop, I feel like kind of have that. So I, again, like maybe some of the moments aren't as similar to what you're experiencing in the crypt, but I, I just get a similar vibe there. So I, I love just feeling that that beginning mm-hmm. uh, the beginning seeds of of the, of the whole arcane arcane I, games but i don't know i i think out of these yeah i, like I would be too kidding. much dishonored 2 on here even though i think that game has the best some of the best levels uh, in arcane's history we're about to walk <laughs> into like four which from the perspective of someone where, you know, spoiling my ranking, like that's that's my baby, that's my top game. <laughs> that's fine with me. But I know, really I, I was like I was from, I was but... I was in I was in the prey camp hard <laughs> for like those two. But I'll pitch something here. Personally, if you guys are feel I don't again, I don't know exactly how you're feeling, but if you're feeling like you want the crypt somewhere on there, I think I would actually be willing to say goodbye to Dust District yeah. out of all of those. That's where I'm at too. Dylan, how do you Let's feel? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah? Okay. Sure. Keep an Arcs game on there. I like that. I love it. An Arcs game. The Arcs game. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. We have found wow. a top 10 consisting <sighs> of Updom and Freestad Rock from Deathloop. We have Clockwork Mansion, Crack in the Slab, and Edge of the World from Dishonored 2. From Death of the Outsider, we got Upper Syria. We have the Crew Quarters from Prey. We have the Crypt. Oh, and I missed Return of the Tower, House of Pleasure from Dishonored 1. And yeah, the Crypt from arcs fatalis so we have some nice. good represent good representation across the games here uh just dark messiah and redfall not making an appearance but yeah. otherwise like that's pretty cool that we got a little bit of everything on there yeah i'm happy with that list for, for sure. sure uh we have to order this now and i don't think this will <laughs> be too hard is the crypt number 10 can we just do that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was say, I, I had it at 11th sure. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> if it's 11th then it's way in um now, Dante, you were fighting hard for Edge of the World. Is it like a top five for you? Is it like top three? Or is it like you just really want to in top ten? I put it over both of the Dishonored one levels on here. Interesting. Okay. But here here's here, let's do something easier here. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna like I was just gonna do the this is number one, but like there's no fun in that. Oh, well, I don't. I, I don't know. Is it an easy number one? Is any of these easy to make? Say number Cracking one? the slab is number one. Inter- okay, because I thought on the episode, I thought you said Clockwork Mansion was your top dog. I maybe I'm misremembering. I think. Uh, I you're right. And I don't. Why I'm even and, saying. Well, no, that. I should. Right, I should have just agreed and shut it, up because it's no, my favorite no, no, no. too. No, but like I think I like Clockwork Mansion at times more. But like I think the thing that really got me with the crack in the slab was Titanfall. The Titanfall argument. I'm like, man, this shit just happened. I just did this. Yes, kind of. right. I got you. I, but, I I I would happily put Crack in the Slab number one right now and and send that I, in a letter. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I I would be. I would be able to agree with that. Personally, my favorite one was Clockwork Mansion over Crack in the Slab, but yeah. I think, I think Crack in the Slab just has that. I don't know, like it's so out there in comparison to the different 
ideas that Dishonored had tackled up that, until that point. Clockwork Mansion, I can kind of compare that to some some similar, I don't know, maybe maybe a similar type of enemy. And again, it kind of sounds dirty saying that because it is so unique in, in and of itself, just the way that the like the map changes on you. Uh, yeah. I love the Clockwork Soldiers. The, uh, they reuse out... those. Sorry, that was my whole... They reuse the soldiers throughout oh, yeah. the series, and that was like one of the things that kind of like it, you just gotta. It depends on the day, which one I like yeah. more, honestly. Yeah, but they're very close. I think Kraken Slab is doing more different, like you were saying. See, yeah, that that's 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 my point. That, that's why, like, I think I still have more personal attachment to Clockwork Mansion. Also, like that was the one level I like knew about because they that was the E three demo. So similar mm-hmm. thing to Dishonored One. Uh so I, I just was really excited mm-hmm. for it. And personally I think it like surpassed my expectations. That's why I was just so blown away uh with it. But I'm completely satisfied with uh Cracking the Slab being number one. Let's do it. So we got our number one. And then Clockwork Mansion's number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like actually <laughs> I mean, if you guys believe that, to be true, it, like it literally is like a coin flip. Some days, like which one I yeah. like more. Yeah. Um, Looking at this, like Upper Syria and Freestyle, I'm okay if those float more towards the bottom. Yep, I was gonna pitch that too. Actually, should we just move them there and yes. then we'll come back and like lock stuff in later? That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the D1 levels being mm-hmm. Dishonored one, I I have so much attachment for them. So I would love at least one of them being in the top five. Right. But again, it's just like where where Arcane was, you know, from comparing Dishonored One versus Dishonored Two. I understand that they're just smaller levels in general, not as expanse as I mean. Dishonored Return to the Tower is like pretty vast. I would say, yeah, like that would... House of Pleasure is one that you feel the scale of, and even like the streets yeah. leading up to the House of Pleasure are like honestly not too too interesting when you go back to them now. But Return to the Tower is like the scale of that thing is pretty yeah. impressive. So I would really want that to be in top five personally. I think House of the Pleasure can go lower on the list. I would understand Crew Quarters hitting nine because it oh, barely made the okay. list. I'm happy it's here. Like, yeah, at this point. I agree Should with that, that, actually. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. It's the Punch same deal with the Crypt. Like, it just almost didn't make it. So yeah. I yeah. understand it being lower, even though it's higher for me. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're making good progress here. Uh, I... Updom right now is sitting at three just because of how we have this list. I'm really okay if that's yeah, I like where it where ends that up. That's my favorite <laughs> level in Deathloop. I think yeah, it's yeah. such a vast area. There's so much variety to the type of gameplay there. There are so many like unique set PC areas on top of all of it. The fact that it's like the beginning area, but then also the grand finale of the game too. Technically, there is that pre-tutorial and the post where you go to that island with Juliana, yep. but that's like where the, the final party is, right? That level is the one that, like, you figure because it's where you start and end. You figure out the most, and you can just start tearing through that place in a way that's so fun. Like, I think you mm-hmm. get to experience the movement of Deathloop the most mm-hmm. in Updom in a way that's like super fucking entertaining. Yeah, it's high on the list for me. Them? My personal thoughts: I would actually put it below Return of the Tower, but that's just because I, I see that so high uh, in my in my own list. Just mm-hmm. I played through Return of the Tower. Like, honestly, it's probably close to 100 times. Like, I, I've played through that level Damn, so many times. I, um, I I would really, really... Like, I've already said I want it in my top five. Uh, but I also want Updom in my top five. So I'm kind of splitting hairs here. But if you guys just think that Updom deserves to be above it, I understand that. But I, I'm fighting for it. 
I just moved it at least above House of Pleasure just to put it up yeah, a slot. So now it's sitting better. in the top five. Dante, you, you're you're still like Edge of the World is above. Hi. There's a Sonder 1-1 for you, right? But it's not for you guys. For me, I would put it, I would put Return of the Tower above Edge of the World, but then I'd put House of Pleasure below it, actually. I'm with that. So cool I'd move that. Tower up by one and Edge by down yeah, by yeah, one. Yeah. Is that fair for everyone? For sure. Okay. I like that. I think I'm looking at this and I'm maybe I'd maybe go freestyle above Syria. Mm -hmm. Yep. hundred percent. I love how easy this is. We're all on the same page. Uh, I, that looks like this is the list for me. me. I think I like this list. I'm very, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. A D one level in top four. That sounds good to me. Not quite podium, but I'll take it. doing some weird stuff here look at this who wants to read it off it's done who wants to read it off <laughs> crazy yeah, I'll, I'll jump in here all right best levels in our arcane retrospective number one crack in the slab from dishonored two number two clockwork mansion from dishonored two number three up dom from death loop number four return to the tower from dishonored one number five edge of the world from dishonored two number six house of pleasure from dishonored one mm-hmm. seven Freestad Rock from Deathloop. Eight, Upper Syria from Death of the Outsider. Nine, Crew Quarters from Prey. And number 10 is the Crypt from Arcs Fatalis. That's a juicy list. I got goosebumps. I'm so glad that we have so much representation (laughs) from the different games. I'm glad that we got Arcs and Prey. Sucks to suck. Dark Messiah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I looked up the spider... It's it was not making it to top ten, <laughs> yeah. but it's like I do love it. It's top twenty um, probably. But, big yeah. big L to to Redfall. Yeah. Oh my god. Didn't even big get L to off. Redfall. That is a theme for the episode. Let's take <laughs> our next break. We'll be right back, which I think the characters will be a lot easier. We'll be right back yeah. to Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Get into that. Okay. We are back. Uh, best characters is next. Yeah. I do think this will be a nice little breather after. I'm not. not I was going to say hell. It's not hell. It was super fun to do. But yeah. that was a long, <laughs> arduous list. Characters will be 
a lot easier. I'm going to kick it off with Corvo Otano, baby. Hell Let's get him yeah. in there. Get him in there. <laughs> That's our boy. I'll, I'll follow we don't need to go in circles anymore. Like, we just throw stuff out. <laughs> I'll, we, I'll follow whatever. with his daughter, Emily Caldwin. Let's do it. Yep. Let's just keep the pro tag list going, and uh, I'll throw in Dowd. Yep. Oh, yeah. Dowd the assassin. Billy Lurk. Dud. Dowd yep. is what I'm going to say. Billy. B- Billy Lurk. Get her in there. Yep. Um, Juliana from Deathloop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. I'll throw Colt in there. Yep. Colt Vaughn. Uh, the Outsider. We, of course, had our ups oh, and downs yeah. with him, mm-hmm. but overall, like, that's easy. Yeah. Dishonor 1 Outsider. <laughs> yeah. <Dishonor one. laughs> yeah. Let's get specific here. Dishonor 2, that's not my outsider. Yeah. Um, let's put Granny Rags in there. I love her. Oh, yeah. 100%. I love that woman. I, I'm going to throw in old Slackjaw. <laughs> Ooh, okay. that's a good one. Sure. Not like super Let's top tier, but I love yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's a good call out. Great voice. Uh, Charlie Montague, the uh, the nerd coder in... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a good, good one. Good voice lines. Yep. Um, I'd like to do Alex Yu. Morgan's brother, right? Morgan's yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I really one. like how his, his arc goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you don't know if he's like good or bad through most of it like i don't know i enjoy mm-hmm. i enjoy alex yeah. a lot um kieran jindosh mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah jindosh is 100 on my list and with the scientists anton sokolov yeah let's get him on there i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a wild one from arcs fatalis Chinkosh. <laughs> she's the sister of, of adernum she's the one that oh, kind of yeah. like gives you all the knowledge from In that library, library sequence. Yeah. yeah yeah let's do yeah. it she's probably one of the better call outs from that game in general yeah you can, you can spell check me on that too on our sheet i don't know if i spelled that right it's probably yeah, eight more s's right. but oh you're right yeah, <laughs> there, are a few s's. there you go <laughs> Chinkosh. you gotta sound like a snake too uh duke luca um, abel i mean no, he's oh, not yeah. a huge character 100%. necessarily, but even the you know you got uh, Donofrio in there, so yeah, his voice so good. You got him. He's like you know doing the loudspeaker stuff across the city, so you yep. get a lot of influence from him. Um, January. Ooh. Oh, good one. That's really interesting. I, I'm I'm backing it 100. Yeah. percent Kind of a weird one, but I, I do like that I a lot. I like January, and then I also, I guess we already got Alex on there. I want to throw Morgan on there, even though that is January. Does that is? Do you say that? Is that a th- <laughs> is that or is that like is it Morgan slash January? I think uh, they're two different, honestly. I think, yeah, yeah. I think they're. Oh different. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's January so for the majority so of the game. You see it as just January. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets like full on antagonist mode too. Yeah, so he ends up being kind of because like you can make the case that like the Morgan we're talking about here is like not even Morgan; it's like a fucking Typhon, mm-hmm. right? So it's yeah, yeah true, it's, true, true. It, it gets tricky. What about Samuel? You know, he has a controversial moment if <laughs> uh, if he gets yeah. at you. The high yeah, yeah. Chaos, yeah. No, he's actually he's on my list. I hope you yeah. get caught. <laughs> 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 oh, um, it's getting others? tougher now. Slowing Anybody down a who's like bit. really Alexis Dorsey, the asshole in uh, Deathloop, mm-hmm. the oh, wolf yeah. mask guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll keep going here. I've got a couple more. This one might be might seem kind of weird, but what about Jessamine Caldwin? Right, she dies, so she's not around, but she's she's, the, she's through the heart, and that dialogue is so yeah. powerful that yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a good. She also does get some like 
She gets is more that moments in the two. Outsider? I'm trying to remember when you, like, she shows up as a goat. It's just Dishonored 2, I suppose. I she's like, yeah. yeah. She's always good. She's yeah. used sparingly, but she's great, of course. Um, Looking at my list, I think... I had Paolo and Aramis Stilton from Dishonored 2 here. I don't think I'm going to pitch them today. You know, a big part of Paolo is obviously you got... Uh, well, I can't remember his name, but the voice actor there. Someone help me out, please. Joel nope. from Last of Us. Oh, um, um Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously the characters kinda use sparingly. Aramis still and I just like how depressed and like savage. <laughs> he's just he's not in a good headspace and I like him, but uh I got a weird one. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know. I like I like this moment in the in, in Prey a bunch. Uh Luca Galupkin is his name? It's the it's the prisoner that's oh, masquerading yeah. as the chef. Oh. Hmm. I feel like that is brief that Not you get to interact for me, with but him. I like the shout out. Good shout out. Yeah, I'll okay. give you that. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> this might also be a shout out, but Frank Spicer in uh, Deathloop, mm-hmm. uh, a character that I wish they did more with because of his connection with Colt, but I still he's cool. He's a cool guy doing his music thing. Yeah. It was weird. I didn't end up with many Deathloop people on mine at all outside of the main cat, like the main characters. Yeah, like that's, the that's fair. I, I don't thought know about why. Fia as well. Like, they, I really they have Fia. lots of. I think Charlie is like to me by far the standout. Yeah, for the, yeah. From, from the visionaries, obviously. Uh, do you guys have any other ones, or is that our list? I think that's a. I'm good. I was starting. Uh. Yeah, surprise. I'm. I'm good. I'm good with it. I was trying to find. Again, just to just to mention the name, but from Arx Fatalis, I didn't write his name down, so I was I just wanted an honorable mention. But I remember he had a very cool name that we kept bringing up on the on the retro for that. It was like oh, Pontificus. Fallon Orbital Planets. Yeah, yeah Fallon Orbital Planets. <laughs> I wanted to just it. bring him up for the name. Let's get him on there, <laughs> just to get some best more names name on there. for sure. Yeah. Fallon Orbital Planets. Good, good memory there. Doing, Any fight yeah. for no, you're Daniel not going to nominate. Om Shigar? Come on, no one's right, shown out right. Om Shigar and his amazing voice acting. The most thing. bland character in the no world. No Dark Messiah on here again. Nope, that's also, very intentional. No, yeah, we don't yeah. Those characters Worst characters awful. list. Get the succubus on there. What's her name again? <laughs> yeah. Um, Z- Daniel Zaya Cho, Zara. she's like main character or one of the main people in the D&D thing. She's yeah. the one that's dealing with oh, her dad. Yeah. She's the one that knocks on the window outside, right? Right. I, I'm going to be honest, like, my characters list didn't have anyone from Prey. Prey. I just think because everyone's used so sparingly other than mm-hmm. even, I guess Alex would be, like, the best shout-out, and I'm glad you mentioned these other ones. And I like Danielle for for, for what she is, but for me, that'd be, she's like, not gonna, She's not going to crack the top so, ten, though. Yeah. She, she would be an early cut regardless, so. Yeah. Let's say she was on there for my sake, and then she got okay. cut first. Let's say it. Let's say it. <laughs> Anything from uh, Kirkland? You good? Nope. I'm happy okay. with that. So our list, cons- I'm not going to read the games here, right? Because like Corvo appears in multiple games and all that. So right. we got Corvo, Tano, Emily Caldwin, Dowd, Billy Lurk, Juliana Colt, The Outsider, Granny Rags, Slackjaw, Charlie, Alex Yu, Kieran Jindosh, Anton Sokolov, Shinkash, Duke Luca Abel, January, Morgan Yu, Samuel, Alexis Dorsey, Jessamine Caldwin, and Fallon or Planet. <laughs> I mean, Law, Corvo, and Emily, and Dowd, and... Maybe not Billy, but those three first. Should we just do that right Locks? away? Okay, so I'm, here's I'm, my here's I'm one good. thing. Here's one thing I want to say about Corvo and Emily. Say it. They're like nearly silent protagonists. 
True. I I personally rate Emily higher than Corvo because I feel like Corvo is a more silent protagonist. Uh, obviously, in the second one, you actually interact with him. Depending, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't really matter who you play as. He at least speaks in that one. But I I just think Emily has so much more interesting things going on with her. Specifically, like her version from the first one, losing her mom. Uh, like yeah, she actually has a character in the first one. Like, yeah, one like it's pretty silent. Yeah, exactly. Like, although she is kind of a prisoner, and you don't really take her on missions, like there still is so much story implementations for, uh, yeah, just just big things going on with her in the scope of the world. And in the second one, it's it's even just like way more so. Yeah, you can play as Corva or Emily. I feel like yeah. I feel like the canon route is to play as Emily for that game. Yeah. So I I personally put Emily. I mean, she's my number I mean, one. She's my favorite. I mean, Dante, like, would character you, of all time. <laughs> would you not include them in the top ten? <laughs> He's got. Like when you were thinking about your list, pretty high there, Dylan. Did you not write them down? <laughs> really? That's actually kind of oh, wild. Oh wow! They weren't even okay. on it. Was, that was my thing. Doubt. I was like, what about doubt was, then? Is nope. doubt a lock from you then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, doubt's a lock for me. Okay, well, yeah. lock doubt has him. way more story oh. than any other character, and like him and the outsider are the two like that have the most dialogue. Mm. I'd say. Okay. I for me also like Colton Giuliano. Those are easy locks. Yeah. Easy locks, both of them. Same. Okay, yeah. great. We're making good progress here. See, the thing with the outsider for me is kind of bizarre because of the shift from the yeah. first games to to the other ones. Mm-hmm. I really don't care for him like at all in the later games. I, I I do like the story reasons of like what's going on, which is him in the void. But I I just. The way, like, the, the style that they took him on after that first game, to me, yeah. it was just such a downhill. I, I just, I loved his charisma from the first one. Uh, or maybe lack thereof charisma, because the second one, they really make him just eat up the scenery. So, mm-hmm. yeah, bit more, I'm not, more like, super wanting to, like, main, like, lock him, even it's in the top ten. One. Yeah. Let, maybe we could do some cuts here, because I think there's a lot of easy yeah, cuts. Yeah, there's easy cuts here. I mean, Fallon, Fallon we love your name. Let's see ya. I'm so glad he was on there. <laughs> um, um, is Ching Cash, like, a, are we talking top 10 for uh, for our snake snake friend here? She just loves when we read. Yeah, it's true. I do. I have her higher than some other people on this list, but I don't think she's top 10 worthy. Okay. Uh, is Slackjaw top 10 for <laughs> Kirkland? No. Okay. <laughs> Same with, like, I don't know. For me, like Duke Luca Bell is lower than like Granny Rags and maybe like it's, I'd have it's... to see. I'd have to see. I think okay. I'm not ready to cut him yet. I think I so, could do a cut on. I don't know. You go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Dante. What are you thinking? Samuel for me. You can get him off this list. <laughs> the boatman. Yeah. He's pretty iconic, but yeah, I don't think he gets enough content. Let's get rid of him. What about uh, are Morgan you in January? Like, so you'd really have to. I don't. I think you would have an easier time pitching me on other. January. But I think Morgan Yu is actually like, obviously that's your silent protagonist, right? He's, I, he's, yeah, he's got like audio logs that you hear him his voice often. Like he and you start to hear like hit. I think Morgan has like a character arc in a weird way that is different from like Corvo okay. and Emily, right? Like whereas like Morgan. At first, you're just like, oh, he is he's the person that is that is dealing with all of this stuff, and it's, like, terrible for him. And then you start to realize, like, he's the person who's caused half of this shit to mm-hmm. happen. I think that arc is yeah. That's pretty strong reason. for me. I, I would, like, pick Morgan over Alex. 
Ooh, okay. Alex, like I, I really, well, I don't know. They, they, it's a, it's a similar situation. It's like, okay, at first you think Alex is the bad guy and like, you think your brother's betraying you. And then you realize like, oh, this was all Morgan's idea in the first place. Um, January, I think. I is lower than Morgan and Alex for me. Though. I is had cut, January. Cut worthy? I had January okay. higher than Morgan actually until, uh, Dante brought up just yeah. the, I think the shift of like you really think that you can trust what Morgan's saying and then you find out that he's kind of sketchy which is interesting because that's actually who you're playing as so that's just a really interesting thing to go through in a game that's really unique so I'm I'm okay I guess to cut January although I just really like have a lot of fond memories interacting with Mm -hmm. January Mm -hmm. uh, on that ship yeah let's do it is January kills December two robots (laughs) robot killing the other robot Uh, yeah Hard Good moment. moment. Alexis? Alexis Dorsey? We can what drop them. I, I really would like... I would love to see Charlie on this I, say, I think Charlie's the, the winner out of yeah. those. Yeah, I agree. Not that he's a lock necessarily, but... Yeah. Now that we're a bit further, I think Duke Luca, I could... I'm, I'm with you, Dante. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Drop him out. Sokolov, is he a top tenner for you guys? He's He's higher than some other people on this list. Yeah, like Jessamine, I love that character so much, but I don't think she's top ten uh, arcane characters worthy. Just for how, how I was gonna it's say, a weird silent implementation she is. of a character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. technically you could play through the whole game without like really interacting with her, other than the opening cutscene. Yeah. Sokolov's like your damsel in distress. You gotta save him. <laughs> but so much more games. than that too, because he like yeah. actually has story like reasons. Like he's shaping the world with his creations, whether it's good like, or bad. Like whether the like you take the low chaos or high chaos route, like Anton's like how he affects the world is so huge too. Mm-hmm. It's like either he like totally gives up on all his dreams or he like is mm-hmm. I don't know, like Einstein for that. I been... oh sorry. Yeah, so are you guys? I honestly, I, I guess I feel weird because I feel like until Corvo and Emily are locked, it's hard for me to want to lock anything because I just, yeah. there's <laughs> no world that to me they can't be in there. Well, they just don't say anything. <laughs> I mean, I, Corvo, I, for yeah. me, it's like, it's beyond that. It's just like he, like his look is so iconic. Yeah. And getting to be him is such a great thing. And you, you're right in many ways that he is a silent protagonist. But for me, like, in the way that you can look at, I guess, Morgan Yu or even like Am Shigar, which, I mean, those are not silent protagonists in the same way. Like, I feel like Corvo is a character that I identify so much more with while I'm playing the game than, mm. honestly, most of the, like, first-person games. I just feel like, man, Corvo is such a fucking cool character, you know? He is and, cool. And it's not necessarily, like, a huge arc or anything like that, but he's just, he's Corvo Tony. He's got the mask, you know? Think about their power set as part so of their identity. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. I think I have those two higher than everyone else on the list, personally. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Dante, I don't want to cut yeah. you out of this, but no, I feel no, like no. I just don't think we're going to make much progress until that's locked for Kirkland, <laughs> so I feel like we should well, kind of do it. Which one? Both. both. You got to put both, man. All right. They're going to be there. We're ordering these. They're going to be low for me. I'm going to fight for them to be lower. We can, we can get there. We can get there, but I am also... I feel like this is maybe the easiest category, and I, I am trying to speedrun it a little bit, because mm-hmm. I know yeah, the powers yeah. and weapons it might be, take us a while as well. So For sure. I, I guess 
if those are locked, I'm honestly pretty open to what you guys want to do. I think I love Karen Jindosh. I think she's just so fun. Yeah. The way he talks, he's such a a weird and creepy and powerful. Uh, just smoking out of his thumb. Yeah, he's so yeah, interesting. So sick. The like his dialogue coming through the Clockwork Soldiers is so much fun. So that's high for me. He's yeah. high for me as well. I have both the inventors actually pretty high on my list. Mm-hmm. Same. Should we lock Kieran then? It sounds like maybe they both can make it. <laughs> I'm doing. <it>. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, like actually, sneaker. like I, I'm let's down do as well. Yeah, do I see them kind of like adjacent from each sneaky. other because they are pretty. They are pretty similar, <laughs> but still, like I, I love both of them. So we have we have room for three more. Should we just get rid of the outsider because we're yeah. all like personally iffy yes. on him because he is good, great in one game, but then like kind of yeah. in some other ones. Uh, I can see Alex go. Sure. I'm down yep. with that. So we only have to cut one more, actually. I think Billy, personally, is a lock for me, just for, like, everything that she kind of goes through. Like, yeah, yeah, she had, like... Let's do it. And she's been from the first game as well, so mm-hmm. just a big journey yeah. for her. Sure. Different voice actor, but still the same. Yeah. Same Billy. So, uh, yeah, it's this between Granny Rags, Charlie, and Morgan Yu, which is a very chaotic three yeah. characters chaotic. to be between. My vote would be on Charlie, but I'm tr- I'm truly... Uh, <laughs> or, I, sorry, Charlie is my top dog, so I guess we can get... Yeah. What are we at here? Yeah, we need two out of three, so we just have to drop one. Charlie would be my top dog, but if he gets cut, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. I would cut Charlie, actually, over... Because uh, Dante convinced me on Morgan. I, I actually okay. want to see Morgan in there now. And Granny Rags... I feel like on the surface, it seems like she could get cat cut, but I, I just love learning more about her history. Like when you, cause she's just appearing in so many different levels throughout that game. And when you find out just more and more about what's going on with her, it's like, there is so much more under the surface mm-hmm. on this character. Yeah. And for her to like, not have be like a major actual main story character is so fascinating to me. Uh, and Charlie, yeah, just falls to the wayside personally. Sorry, Dylan. Do you agree, Dante? <laughs> I think Charlie is the one out okay. of those three. He's gone. All right, so we have our top 10, which consists of Dowd, Juliana, Colt, Corvo, Emily, Kieran Jindosh, Anton, Sokolov. Some of them make sense to say the last name. Other ones, I feel like not. Uh, Billy Lurk, <laughs> Granny Rags, and Morgan Yu. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't know. Is there any obvious bottom list or obvious top of lists for you guys here? Well, I think mm. this is another situation where like Morgan barely made it. Granny Rags barely made it. Right. We could have them at the lower. End. Do you want them in that order? But I, I, but I like, but, but sorry, I'm sitting here looking at it and like I want Granny Rags over like. Don't say it. Don't you say it. Well, <laughs> either way, then let's put Morgan at ten. Is that a safe thing to do, Morgan at ten? I don't think so. I put him over Corvo oh. too. I put him <laughs> over Granny Rags. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, I my top two. Are actually yeah. Colton Juliana, like with a silver mm. bullet. Like I'm so ha- I would be happy to Yeah, no, that's just I'm playing my cards. Ahead. Those are my easy top two. I just think they have they are so fun together, but I think individually they're both very interesting and I love their their look and style and all that. Who wins? I have Between those two. I personally have doubt over both of them. Interesting. I yeah. I think both of those characters have a lot, like a lot going for them as well. But Dowd is just such a complicated, interesting character that has, he on the surface you think he's just the blatant bad guy, but there's so much more uh, that you actually mm-hmm. experience going through his own DLCs. It 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 doesn't make him, and like that's like I don't even want to say he's the top top one on my list. It's just 
for my personal rankings, I think I have higher high, have him higher than both of those. Although both of those characters are super charismatic, I think I just yeah. like them for different reasons, and mm-hmm. I just kind of align more with that Dowd uh, pick. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I've already said it too. Like Emily Caldwell's my favorite arcane character, so on my personal list, she's my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds like Dante's has her pretty low. I mean, like she wasn't on my I, list at all. Like I, I. Right. I think Corvo is actually relatively low on my on my rankings list. I think he does have the badass factor. I, I just his look is so sweet. Yeah, I'm completely with you, Dylan. Like when I'm playing a first person shooter, I, I or first person game, I feel like I just can align so much more with the reasoning for his missions. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. like I can just get into that sort of mindset. Um, but for Emily, there's just so much more depth to her. I, I think it. <laughs> Mostly is because in that first game, Corvo is just so silent, doesn't really do anything other than be a badass. Yeah. So I kind of have Corvo relatively low on the list, and yeah, Emily's really high on my list. I, think I don't know arguing, if that helps or negatives. You're arguing for Dowd a little bit too. If you're just talking about like somebody with a full character arc, like Dowd has the yeah. most extensive out of everybody. Yeah. Right. Like you see his his full journey from uh-huh. like him being just like one of the early people that you know that have been touched by the outsider to literally trying to fucking murder the guy and nearly yeah. dying. Yeah, um, exactly. Big is, uh, I'm, I'm just thinking like, is the bottom going to consist of like Morgan, you granny rags, Corvo, Anton. Like, is that sound like a, like bottom ish characters? I think I'm yeah. I think I'm okay with putting Kieran over yeah. on, uh, Anton. Okay. Yeah. So let's order those real quick. Then is Morgan you at ten now that we've gone through this a bit more? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. <laughs> Wait, I we, honestly we both saying Morgan over over Granny Rags though. Yeah, that's what I had. Okay, Granny is is number 10, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. Let's lock that in. Morgan at number 9, Corvo at 8. Should we just do that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anton at seven. Uh, I think I would put B- 
Billy above Kieran. Oh, sorry, you're gonna say something, Dante? No, I, I agree. I'm just, I'm just. Okay, let's move her up. Is this as high as Kieran's gonna get? Number six? Should we lock that in? I think I feel so. Like that might be. So now we're we're down to top five. Um, so, so we're making good progress. I was gonna ask you this, Dylan. I know you had Juliana and Colt as your one and two. I I think Juliana is just so much more interesting than Colt personally. So I have her. Okay. Not like substantially, but like at least a couple higher than Colt there. What's your like? Mm -hmm. What's your argument for Colt? Because yeah, he's super charismatic. And I love his voice. Uh, I I think he's just a really fun player character to have, like going through those worlds. Mm -hmm. But I, I I just find him. I don't even want to say like like it's I, I want to use my words. He is very quip heavy, and that doesn't make him like a super deep character to me. Um, I, I find Juliana just so much yeah. more interesting. No, I mean I I. I think Julian is great, so I I like that. I guess with Colt, I enjoy the element of me being along with him on trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Uh, he's just yeah. as lost as I am in learning this <laughs> stuff. And then I think where Colt become, could become a bit more interesting is his connections with the visionaries, whereas Juliana is kind of a mm. separate thing, kind of exists in her world. She's connected right. to Colt, and you find out a lot about that relationship. But with Colt, and you you know finding out his connection. Uh, with Frank and just how he worked with some of these other visionaries, I think is is somewhat compelling. But I think you guys are making good good arguments here for Juliana, so I'm happy to for Colt to float think, down a little bit. I think Juliana over Colt, but like it is interesting that you get to dig into Colt's backstory really yeah. heavily, more so than Juliana. Really, like you just you get that progress through the main story, where it seems like Colt, you can like mm -hmm. that's a choice. You can like dig into more of like the secret, like dialogue yeah that's yeah. in the game so i guess so juliana is that your number one dante or where's your number one at? it's dowd it's dowd and kirkland yours is as well right well emily was the, my number one um right I, I would put dowd over juliana is dowd number two for you yeah let's I, lock I, dowd right in now. at number one I think that's safe to say. He's just a, a fucking kid. killer voice actor He's oh got yeah so much going on in his story like of regret the guilt okay. yeah. yeah oh my god he he's he's effective for sure 100 i i'm i'm pretty I, happy honestly <laughs> like if, if that's I, our final if we have to do it obviously i want emily higher i would move emily up one cold? slot as well but i think dante's gonna be opposite of that right no way yeah like yeah. i think emily is interesting but like as a kid she's just kind of like yeah Let's Such do it. Kid. Let's lock. I think this her in. also her relationship stuff this? is so muddy and weird in this in the Dishonored series. Like, it's, like you don't even know that she's Corvo's daughter for like yeah. all of the first game. Yeah, you kind of forget about that. Don't they don't. Know. I don't think they say anything until the second game. That's like a like a kind of more inferred, perhaps. They redacted. Let's, like let's, cha they changed it too. Are we happy locking it? I think I'm so. Happy. Kirkland, you want to read that list off? Yeah, so starting at number one for our best characters of the Arcane series, number one, Dowd, number two, Juliana, number three, Colt Vaughn. I didn't even know he had a last name, so that's interesting. Uh, number <laughs> I four, I love <laughs> Emily Caldwin, number five, Billy Lurk, number six, Kieran Jindosh, number seven, Anton Sokolov, number eight, Corvo Otano, number nine, Morgan Yu, number ten, Granny Rags. I'm pretty happy with that list, actually. You know, I did have to say goodbye to some good characters, but still, it's good stuff. Uh, Dante, thank you for doing this late night for us because we got we got to keep good. going and we're gonna no, crush it. All good. Let's power yeah. through. 
Let's power oh, through yeah. it. Speaking of powers, let's let's talk about these best <laughs> weapons, these best powers, these best tools. This is a bit of an ambiguous category. It's like anything you hold in your hand and you use, or sometimes not. Sometimes it might be something slightly different. You know it when you see it, I guess is the way I'll describe it. You know what you know what we're talking about here. Uh, and I think it's uh, pretty obvious. Some of these are gonna might be kind of tricky because maybe some characters in different games have similar versions. And mm-hmm. I, so I think we should start by answering that question of this. We could even lock this right away. Blink is obviously a top ten contender, and maybe even number one. Who knows? But there yeah. are so many different versions of Blink. Whether it's Blink, Far Reach, Shift, Displace, these are all very similar versions of the same ability. I'm in the camp that we should. Well, I don't know. Should we pick one or should we just say like all of these teleports as one? I feel like maybe we should pick one and that can be the candidate for that type of ability. Because I do not want this list to be four teleports in our <laughs> top 10, right? Which very well could happen because the teleport is just so much fun and cool and all that. I think pretzels is the same. Pretzels think. is the same. Pretzels is the same. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's like, I, I think like means. all the, sorry, it's dumb internet meme. Um. <laughs> Blink and Shift, Domino and Nexus, like all that stuff is so similar that yes. it should just be yeah. one. Just roll into Still. one? It'll make it a lot easier, okay. I think. So should we just call it Blink for the for yeah. ease of the OG conversation? Ability. Okay. Keep them coming, Kirkland. Um, for next. powers. It's funny. I had Blink, Emily's Blink on there, so I'm glad we, we, <laughs> we, yeah. we ended up just uh, choosing that one. I'm going to I'll throw out the Mimic ability from Prey. Yes, Ooh. absolutely. Dante. Speed from arcs. Oh, that makes yes. that gameplay. Oh, yes. It makes it playable. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's interesting because I wanted to, like, for arcs, I wanted to shout out the the runes, the magic runes, the abilities, drawing stuff. But, like, yeah, I don't know how to distinctly do that. And I guess maybe that's the way to do it is, like, pick individual powers. But I honestly don't know if there's too many individual I, powers I that I Power. would shout out. But I, I like that this. When we think about these, we can think about the way you apply them because that adds mm. an element to it beyond just what the actual power is. So I'm glad you shouted yeah. that out. I'm going to write mm. arcs next to that so we know what we're talking about here. Uh, what I about else? the rope bow from Dark Messiah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. List. Dark Messiah. <laughs> Finally, get in, your, get in your, uh, your flowers. <laughs> um, I had the fireball ability from arcs just because that was like the main spell that I actually used. It's pretty basic, but still very effective. Let's do it. Sure. Nice. I still Got just it. get haunted by that audio too when you do the runes, like the, the oh yeah, oh, mm, oh, mm. yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, I got a cool one. I think let's do it. The hackamajig from Deathloop. Yeah. Oh yes, it. the hackamajig. Absolutely. Hack-a-ma-jig. Great name. Jig, yeah. Like um. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna shout out. The one and only maybe show up for the entire night from Redfall here uh, is, and this is a very basic one, um, but the C4 charge, which, Dante, <laughs> you've not played this character, yeah. well, unless you've gone back and played the character, but no. we talked about in the review, it's just, it's a basic C4 bomb, which is very useful in that game that doesn't have grenades, but also you can use it as a rocket jump, also you yeah. can attach it to your robot buddy and send your robot buddy out. And I talked about in the review, that was the only ability that truly felt like an arcane ability when we were playing through that game, so... I know it might be tricky because Dante even played the character, Kirkland even played the game. So maybe that just exists no, as like, an honorable mention. Rocket jumps are cool. You yeah. got me a rocket jump. Like, I know the character I played, I hated all of his Are abilities, you backing so. it? Should it go on the <laughs> yeah, list? Yeah, throw it on I, there. 
I listened to the go, review, Russell. so I feel like I have enough. I have enough uh, <laughs> yes. okay. feel for it. That review was one of the positive like things that were stated about that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the possession ability from just Dishonored, Corvo's possession. Yeah. Possession. Mice, fish, humans, whatever you're doing. Mm. Yeah, and then, because I guess Death of the Outsider, like, semblance. That's different. Diff- it's different enough. Uh, I think, I think it's different. Because, like, like you could also make a case of, like, possession and, like, mimic matter is like a similar thing but i i think they're all very mimic is also very different i think they have yeah. enough differences yeah. yeah yeah i like it possession don't take kick it. yes <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. i guess the dark messiah one. one is like the most prevalent but we can have yeah. both yeah death loop and yeah. dark messiah why not 100%. um how about the the uh glue i always forget is it glue oh, cannon yeah. or glue, glue cannon yeah glue cannon. it's on yeah. there uh, I got the the wrench from Prey. Nice. Yes, love it. <laughs> combos to the glue cannon a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very Absolutely. good. Get those crits. Yeah. Um, the twin bladed knife from Death of the Outsider. The moment I figured out you could do that like charged oh yeah beam attack, I thought that shit was super cool. Good like shout one out. The, yeah, one of the, the few twin... melee weapons that gets like, I don't know, a little surprise. Twin bladed knife is what you called that. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah, I I like that shout out. That's really good. That's a good one. Um, how about the heart from Dishonored? Oh yeah, hundred okay. percent. So that's a weird one, right? Where it's like not a weapon. It's not really a power. It's, it's like a tool though. Tool. It's a tool. Yeah. yeah. It's a tool. <laughs> nice. Uh, I got the recycler charge from Prey. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll throw out the Spring Razor too. Uh, yeah, just, keep just them coming. Similar keep them coming. type, uh, and then I also had the Arc Mine. I think that's the Bring More Witches. All- yeah, it's it's basically just a portable little Arc Pile. I'll throw the Hook Mine in there while we're at yeah. it. Oh yeah, get all the there. get all the mines out of the way. Um, I got a weird one. Chaos from Arcs. That's the one that you would put on yourself, and it would make it so anybody who was attacking you got damaged. Oh, I felt yeah. like I could not get oh, through boss yeah. fights without that one. Let's do it. I like it. I was like, my two favorite spells in arcs were speed and chaos. I was like, I also seconds was popping those from arcs. I wanted to shout out the meteor sword, which I know is weird because Kirkland yeah, did the thing. That's cool, yeah. but also like that's such a cool moment in the game and yeah. like getting to build it and it mm-hmm. it is very powerful and that feels great when you finally get it and it looks cool. The two technically there's two versions, right? But yeah. it was on my I think list that's a good call I, out. I played through the entire game with that, so yeah, it was a little little <laughs> game breaker, but it also that's worked. right. You cheated. <laughs> uh, Corvo's crossbow. Your chair stash. Yeah. Uh, it's you know it could pair. I get him. I guess with like the wrist bow wrist that bow. Dowd has. The voltaic Same. charge, I think, is what Billy mm-hmm. has. Yeah, yeah. voltaic something. Um, Domino, I yeah. think, is one yeah, of my Domino. favorite skills, and Nexus is what it's called in Deathloop. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna write both names down. Yeah, I like that. Um, ice in Dark Messiah. Slide, freeze people. <laughs> it's cool. Simple but effective. Yes. Um, blink, stop time. Right? Oh no, it's already on there. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Stop Sorry. time from stop time. Uh, Dishonored. Stop time. Yep. Pretty powerful. Stop time. Uh, what about uh, what about uh, the four pounder from Deathloop? This is like the pistol. Oh yeah! Oh uh, yeah! All right. Well, there you go. So 100. <laughs> percent And with Deathloop, I'll piggyback on the Strelik 5050. Yeah. Like, that was like my favorite two-handed gun to use. Just so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
The uh, I'm going to start shout out the Strelak uh, Sapper Charge, which is like the grenade you have in Death Loop, where you can throw it as a grenade, or you can throw it as a proximity mine, or you can throw it yeah. as like the laser trap mine, and just such a powerful tool. I like that it has the three different modes, so it's kind of yeah. a three in one. Good shout out. How about the Q beam? Yeah, from prey. From prey. Really interesting how it affects their health bars. Mm-hmm. Like it uh-huh. reduces the amount of like maximum health they have, and then you can just like shoot them twice with a pistol and it kills right, them. It's pretty right, cool. Yeah. yeah. Also, like they they did added in a patch later on in Death Loop, like a weapon like that, and it like oh, ricochets nice. off. Stuff, oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the it's like that sniper rifle, but it does yeah, the same well, thing. Yeah. What about uh, Carnesis from Deathloop? So this is similar, I guess you could say, to like Wind, whatever that's called in mm-hmm. Dishonor, but the ability to like, mm-hmm. pick people up and like throw them down or throw them to the side and stuff. Yeah. It was like a nice iteration on that Dishonored yeah. ability, I think. Yeah, I agree. Best version of that, for sure. Yeah. Cool-ass name, too, of course. Uh, the Silence Pistol from Prey. Yeah. Very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Great sound, audio that you got. Also, the shotgun from Prey. Like, I felt yep. like there was yep. very little need for much else when you came to, like, boss fights and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if this, uh, this might be an honorable mention. What do you guys think about Phantom Genesis, like, in Prey, just being able to summon phantoms? I don't know. If, uh, it's pretty cool. I didn't use it much. Okay, maybe yeah. we'll leave it off then because it probably wouldn't make, make a dent. Did, did we already mention Corvo's sword? Like no, the, the folding, folding blade. One. Yeah, the folding blade. That's a great one. It's a great it's mention. A master sword. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I want to show up the daggers from Dark Messiah. So technically, there's like different oh, ones you get yeah. in the game, but they all play the exact same. They just have different stats, and then one might have like electricity or something. But like just the fucking stupid ass animation that's so over the top. <laughs> like the the thing where you do the stealth takedown, and then you can like throw them too. Like it's a really cool, uh, like kind of multi weapon in that way. That's a good shout out. Yeah. I, I specifically wrote down the gutting Chris as my favorite one in that game, just visually. That was my favorite. So I'll just write yeah. daggers, though. What about uh, Emily's shadow form from Dishonored 2? Shad- shadow Walk, I think it's called. Shadow yeah, Walk, yeah. Shadow walk. You slide around, not, you take people it's out. It's awkward, but it's cool. It's like yeah. definitely, once again, like Venom or Darkness. Yeah, very. I just love the thematic feel of it. I yeah. just felt like some, yeah, like you said. It's so low to the ground, though. It seems just very <laughs> strange. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. But it not about the darkness. It, it, strange. it reminds me of the darkness if you ever played that game. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just the creatures taking people yeah. out. Uh, what about the flintlock pistol? It's a good one. It's, it is a good shout out. The I never do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It sounds it like a cool looking gun. Sounds like we're not putting it on the list. Yeah. Uh, I mean, also like the tie-in with uh, like Death Loop. Like that's just yeah. such a cool moment to have the, the flintlock pistol, pistol there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about the uh, timepiece? Antique pistol from from Dishonored oh, Two. That's a good one. Like the device you're using. Think about this lab? like because you only use yeah. it for that level. I didn't think about it actually being. But it's fucking it's a good cool. shout out. An option. Yeah. That goes way out there for me. Um. What about the what's it called the the like toy bow. In prey. Oh yeah, the uh, what's it called? Bolt Huntsman caster? bolt. The Huntress bolt caster. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Huntress bolt caster. I think that is such a. Once you figure out how to use that weapon, it's such a. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's cool. Well, it, it, I don't. I don't think I'll back you on it, but it's cool. Yeah, Kirkland, do you fair. are you backing him on that? I will not back. Okay, you didn't no even worries. really use it, right? So I guess no, no, yeah. exactly. No. It's it's one of those things where I just felt hella smart once I figured out how to use it, but mm-hmm. I not as effective as yeah. most of the things in that game. 
We mentioned semblance earlier in Death of the Outsider. I think I'm okay if Possession kind of fulfills that role. Obviously, they're they're similar-ish, and semblance is cool and different and kind of scary and like kind of it's just kind of savage what Billy is doing out there. But I I don't know if I want to. Is there something it. like that in Deathloop? Let me put those together. In Deathloop, yeah, Masquerade. Uh, Juliana has the ability to to. Oh, I guess that's yeah, but that's a vision, that's as a, like a regular human. Yeah, but you use that in like PvP more, so it's a little different. Yeah, only in PvP. Uh, what about any of the vision abilities from Dishonored? Like Foresight, I think Death of the Outsider. That may be the best one because you can move around and then like replace yeah. your position with it. You can like place the marks with it, right? But you yeah. literally are floating around like the Halo Three mm-hmm. like Forge mode thing. <laughs> Same with like the Dark Vision in Death of the yeah. Outsider because that replaces the heart, right? Oh no, you guys played it. It's 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 a fucking uh like New Game Plus got me right. all confused in Death of the Outsider because that's how they do that when you use you don't have Dark Vision, right? Yes, yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, I is that it? getting the back foresight? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I don't remember it because once again I. Yeah. That's what about I didn't use um? It. <laughs> what about uh like whale oil? Does that count? I know it's like you don't equip oh. it; you just pick it up. <laughs> but like. I actually love that, and I'm gonna yeah. back it. I, yeah. I like how you I use that. it to like That's power great. things. You it's interact with it a lot. Such great lore implications. Yeah. Like whole. All the science <laughs> in that world uses that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about um a- Aether, like the invisibility in Deathloop? Do you guys like? Oh that yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Only when and, it works um, when you're standing still or going. Mm-hmm. What about Death um Deathloop also, but Juliana's like Mirage ability? Yeah, that's what uh, you were just saying. Like, I was wondering if yeah. you could even put that with Semblance, but I'm not right. sure. It yeah, it's not a similar. It's not a not a nominee for me. It's, Okay. It's a, yeah. it's a I just love like the like the animation that you do when you turn. Yeah. It on. I don't. Right. I don't know. It's cool. I love Same the, like the Colts. tribunal pistol in uh, Deathloop as well. But I think if we're talking pistols in Deathloop, I'll take the four pounder. The four pounder. Right. If that one four pounder, represents yeah. that spot. What about the limp ten? <laughs> oh, that's like the SMG, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Does Colt slab count? Uh, I like it, but I don't know if it's Colt slab. The one that makes it so he can like have multiple lives. He's it's like built oh, in like built rewind? in mechanic. Uh, for rewind? Oh yeah, I don't think I would yeah. count it because like yeah, it's yeah, like I'm you not, can't really not use it. I'm not it. gonna back it at the yeah. very least. It's just all the other slabs. It is a slab technically. That's the reason I was thinking of it. But yeah, yeah. and then other Deathloop weapon the the Strelak Verso is the uh, sniper, which mm. I think it is very fun and, and cool. But like. It's a pretty basic sniper if you think about it, so I don't know if it needs yeah. to be on this. List. Uh, that was the thing with Deathloop in general. It's like the guns are are good and fun, but I don't think any of them were like they they. It almost has like the almost like the Borderlands thing where it feels like it's like some Same of the guns thing. were very right. similar. That's a good point. With different skins. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I am happy with this list. I've got all mine on. Same. I just want to shout out the uh, levitate ability from Arx Fatalis. I, I really yeah. didn't mm. use it much at all, but it's just a cool idea. <laughs> you have to I use it a couple times, right? Like it's yeah for to yeah to get to the yeah. dragon. Yeah, and exactly. a couple hidden items that I could only get with with it. 
in certain areas. Levity's a good one, I th- actually. I, think I would I've put played... it on. Okay. Yeah, okay. I feel like I've just played so much Morrowind, and, like, Levitate is so much better to use in that game than <laughs> it is in Ark. It's a little jank at games times. are, like, similar enough style that... Okay, is that the list? Like... Yeah. Yeah, so. no, this is good. This is really Huge-ass list. Let's read through it. I th- Hopefully Holy this is easier fuck. than levels, but we'll see. Uh, I'm not going to read the game here because many of these appear in multiple games, but we got Blink, Mimic Matter, Speed, The Rope Bow, Fireball, Hackamajig, C4 Charge, Possession, Kick, Glue Cannon, Wrench, Twin Bladed Knife, The Heart, Recycler Charge, Spring Razor, Arc Mine, Hook Mine, Chaos, Meteor Sword, Crossbow, Domino Slash, Nexus, Ice, Stop Time, Four Pounder, The Strelak 50-50, Strelak Sapper Charge, Q-Beam, Carnesis, Silence Pistol, Shotgun, Folding Blade, Daggers, Shadow Walk, Timepiece, Foresight, a Whale Oil, Aether, and <laughs> Levitate. Just Whale uh, Oil. It's a <laughs> huge like freaking list, baby. Yeah, that's a big boy. I see two locks, personally, with Blink and Mimic Matter, the two top ones. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Yep. Dante? Yep. Absolutely. I would also lock the glue cannon if you guys are ready to yep. do that. I would 100%. I ready for that also. I love it. <laughs> we have one mind over here between the three of us. Speaking of, it's a different word, but I think we should choose a mine out of the mines. A mine? Yeah. Not. Are you saying for lock or just like to simplify to get, right now? To simplify. There's so many on this list already. Do you consider the recycler charge a mine? That's a grenade. Oh, man. That's a that one's okay. Sorry. different. Sorry, how could I? That one's different. I? Recycler charge yeah. should stay near the end. But I'm saying like well, spring uh, razor. I really feel like mine, the hook mine is mine. actually the most fun, even if like it's the one I that think so too. It, you know, we're not as nostalgic for it and stuff, but yeah. like the way it rips bodies apart is just something else. Yeah. It has yeah, like it can do both, right? So it can like stasis mm-hmm. them in the air almost, or you can do the like thing where it just like Yeah, so it's kind of both in one. It's almost like the way the grenade in Death Loop is multiple modes. Should we mm-hmm. Are you okay with that, Kirkland? Drop those two Spring Razor and Arc Mine and keep Hook Mine? Yeah, I guess so. Spring Razor is my favorite out of all of them, but you make a good point. At we Hook can at least just get rid of Arc Mine best. for now. We can just okay. drop Arc Mine. Okay. And yeah. I'll get rid of the C4 charge from Redfall. It got its shout out today, but <laughs> you guys you know, haven't used it, so it's fine. Sorry, and it's, it's not a top 10 for me, just to be very transparent with that. Uh, let's see. I, I love the Rope Bow and Dark Messiah. That's what I was, yeah. Not a top 10, gonna, though. It's kind of janky to use. I, yeah. I, it is I very janky to use. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when it works, though, it's, it's pretty neat. Like, it feels like you... It, I don't know. It's one yeah. of the most... Cool concept. I don't know, ability to traverse on your own mm-hmm. that you get in that game. Very thief. Uh, Twin Bladed Knife can go. I think it's a sick moment. But, like, is it game-changing for me? I don't think so. I'm okay with that. It's cool. Not top 10. Kirkland? Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. What about... Locking kick. <laughs> I think I'm with you. I, I think I'm with you as well, honestly. I think it's pretty high on my list. Shout to Dark Messiah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it specific? Oh, okay, yeah, you put both of them. I, yeah, I, I, we were doing, going through them so quick, That's I couldn't good. write the yeah. names next to everything. Um, let's see. I'm trying to look for some obvious drops I, on the list right now. I could cut the wrench. I think it's a good nod yeah. to other games. Yeah, like okay Half-Life feel. Half-Life, Bioshock, System, System Shock. Shock. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But yeah. not much more than that. Uh, Very useful. It sounded we like Shadow Walk barely, just barely made it on the list. Yeah. Should we drop it? I'm okay with cutting it. And do you, is, Levitate, is Levitate making top 10 for you guys? No. It's, it's, it's cool, but it's janky. 
Same with Foresight. Okay. I would yeah. get rid of that as well. Sure. Sounds good to me. Um, what are some obvious cuts at this point? I don't know how many. I think there the Strelic 50 50, I'm ready to get rid of. Although I really okay. like in that game, I, I just don't think it's top 10 arcane worthy. Fair enough. The Meteor Sword as well. I think there's others I've cut first. Okay. I, yeah, I think it's early. I, um, I would love chaos. I, another um, <laughs> lock for me, honestly, would be the Recycler Charge. I agree. Just putting that yeah. out there. No, I Dante, you want to think about it more? Yeah, no, that one's that okay. one's it's it's really fucking neat. <laughs> it's is it a lot? Everything around it explodes and everything turns into Legos. It's pretty dope. Yeah, a little black yeah. hole kind of. Is it a lock? Yeah, lock I think it. I think it's a good one to lock I think in. It's a lock. Um, I think we can get rid of the regular weapons from Prey, so like silence pistol and shotgun. They're great in those games, but they're just a silence pistol and a shotgun. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, like seen them in every everything. every other game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really love them, but yeah, they're good. They're like they're the they're the best weapons. Can we keep the game. pistol for now and draw and get rid of the shotgun? Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, if, you, if it's not going to be, but... yeah, whatever. We'll get rid <laughs> like, of. I would take. Pistol. I was thinking of like just pistols we have on here, and I was like, I will take the four pounder over the silence pistol. Oh, I just yeah. I love the trigger finger you can do with the uh, silence pistol. Silence pistol. Um, Domino and Nexus, very cool, very cool. Those They've never been my favorite ability in Dishonored or Deathloop. Yeah, it hasn't personally mine. fit my uh, my playstyle the most, but it is very unique that I I'm willing to just wait. Hold, for crazy cool let's stuff. let's ch yeah. hopefully chill on that one. I feel like for two reasons: one, well, it is like my most used skill, and two, it is uh, um it is one hey. of the most original skills out mm -hmm. of all the arcs or arcane like yeah. You only find yeah. this here. Like other games have teleports. Even mm -hmm. yeah, I I think you know one thing that would in Deathloop, like if you could equip more abilities, I'm sure I would use that a lot more. But since you're only limited to two, it's mm -hmm. like you gotta have teleport, and then like what's the other one you choose? And I find that I end up going for invisibility or carnesis, uh, or even like I the didn't... rage mode over over uh, Nexus. Yeah. I guess so. I used Nexus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. like I love walking into a room, tagging four people, and then just shooting one. Yeah, mm -hmm. they it's all good. just drop. It's, it's such a cool feeling. Um, I would fight for that over most of the stuff on that left on this list. Is uh, can we get rid of chaos here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Works Vitalis. Well, whale oil. Yeah, whale oil is cool, but it's it not, feels like a technicality like, in the first yeah. place. Yeah. So let's get it's like a it. key. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that explodes. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Q beam, maybe cut. Q beam, can... it's cool. Uh, Is it top ten? I don't know. We only have. Remember, it. we've already locked five, so we only have five more slots on this list. I will remind you. Sorry, three. Think, I'm, now I'm just trying to think too. about like the originality of these weapons, because like there's so many that are just like, okay, I've seen this in other stuff, like ice. Yeah. yeah. Q beam. They're doing cool things with ice. Do you guys want to keep Q beam, or is it is it gone? I think it's too early. Too early? Okay. Yeah. You guys mentioned ice. Is ice gone for you guys? I'm yeah. okay with ice gone. Okay. I'm surprised, Kirkland. I thought you think back to that episode. I feel like you were very hot on ice. I I was very hot on ice, <laughs> but like I've interacted with ice in Elder Scrolls games and other RPG <laughs> games. Like it's in like, other it's stuff. Nothing I've new. interacted with ice before. Yeah. <laughs> I live in I've Canada. I've interacted with a like, hook mine yeah. in real life. Yeah. <laughs> um. um this is getting a bit tricky now, which is good. That's the like sapper charge. Oh, 
I really I, do love it, but I, I don't know if it's top 10 at this point. If we only have five slots left. I like the versatility of it, for sure. But, yeah, That's I don't know if it's top 10. Uh, also, daggers. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I love them. I really, really love them. They were my main weapon. You're the only one that used thing. it, though. Too. It's true. Yeah. You were mostly like what sword and shield. I, I think, was right? Sword, yeah, I was. Yeah. Sword so and it's fine. Man. We can we can drop it. I'm honestly the fact that kicks on here and therefore dark messiah is on the list. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty happy because that very that was much the best like, part of the game. <laughs> that that honors what dark messiah is of this janky <laughs> physics like fuckery so. the first room when you're like learning kick and there's just like an endless stream of guys and you just keep kicking them into like the spike walls everywhere. yeah oh, so good <laughs> i love it um time is there piece? any other uh, like you guys keep time piece guys at here? this point sorry what was that Kirko? i was just gonna say time piece do you guys think that's top 10 best weapons power tools although you only use it on one it's, level it's very unique it's honestly up there for me yeah, it's okay. Really, it's I so love the mirror. Cool. The fact like that you before, can see yeah. and you can yeah. put the thing up or down. It's one of the okay. coolest like looking designs of ever. That seen. could make it to top ten for me. Okay. It really Lower could. for me. Over like so I just wanted to get a feel. Aether or ether, whatever you want to call it. The invisibility. I'm okay to get rid of that. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay to get rid of that as well. Okay. I just yeah, I feel like Arcane has so many original weapons and powers and tools yeah speaking of which <laughs> fire fireball and speed yeah speed does gone? make that game playable but i don't think it's one of the or best if you have low frame rate and you can quick save dash remember what i was doing that oh before? that's yeah. right God, but are, are they gone i mean if we're they talking about gone. things being unique yeah. like fireball and speed spells. other games just have the sprint ability arc says right <laughs> a spell to make you fast decidedly doesn't is hack majig I love the Hackamajig. I love it too. It's a good multi-tool. Just taking oh. care of turrets. I'll wait. I'll wait on that cameras. one. Cameras. I feel like, I feel like Spring Razor is, is time to go. Yeah, we can get rid of it. Okay. I'm happy Recycler's on there. Yes, we do have... That's locked, I will yeah. remind you. So, a recap here for the audio listeners. We have locked five things. The Blink from a variety of games, Dishonored's and Deathloop, Mimic Matter, the Glue Cannon, and Recycler Charge from Prey. Prey's already rock in this top 10 mm-hmm. and then the kick from dark messiah and death loop and then we have to pick five more out of this list hackmajig possession the heart hook mine meteor sword crossbow domino stop time four pounder q beam carnesis folding blade and timepiece um did i mention that the heart for me is a lock because that is locked here for me I- having thoughts about it i guess i don't know why <laughs> that was the one i was just thinking of of like uh like it's you can like choose to use it right like it's cool when you use it but like it's not really change it never changes the gameplay for me outside of being this honestly in dishonored one annoying thing mm. to lock in charms yeah, no. For me, it's 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 the dialogue, it's the squeezing of it, and the, like it's a, such a cool looking tool. The heart with the little like yeah. little sort of compass thing in there. But to me, it just it makes the games feel so much more expansive. It makes every NPC feel like a real person, and not maybe every single one, but it makes the world just feel huge and lived in. And yeah. it like to me, it does so much for the lore and world building of that game. It does, and it's just so fucking weird and cool looking, and such a strange idea. So uh, it's, it's yeah, just it's, attached. You know, it's, it's not it's, the same as like a glue cannon or a blink yeah. or a kick. You know, it's it's a very different type of thing. But I still think it adds so much value 
to Dishonored. And I feel like the first time I played through the game, I didn't even really realize that you could click on people and hear their thoughts. But once I did and I replayed the game, it was like one of the most <laughs> mind-blowing things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. experienced that, in that game. So. That's, that's kind of what I'm saying, though. It's like you can play through the whole game without using it. Or if it's the only yeah, thing that but you, it significantly you have to use it, yes. increased my yeah. enjoyment of the game when I did That's use true. it. You could make, I just, you know, you could make that case. You could never kick in Deathloop. You know, you could, but you should. Yeah, you really should, but you should also use the um, heart. <laughs> I I think the heart in the first game is attached to my least favorite mechanic. And that's Dishonored that is a one. good counter argument, and I I I, I hate that. having to like use that to find the charms and then remember where they are in two they fixed it though where you can start locking mm-hmm. them and i was like okay this solves that problem so like dishonored two heart gets a more of a pass than dishonored one mm-hmm. heart does i guess mm-hmm. um i can see that being like a good I, I can see it being in the top 10 though at the end of the day yeah um <laughs> stop time I, I think love that ability. That. Yeah. I I really, really love the combo of possession and stop time. I've just had a mm-hmm. lot of fun with those in Dishonored 1. I have accepted I'm not getting both of them in my top 10 list, but I'm trying to... Because possession is very similar to Mim- Mimic Matter. Uh, we kind of did talk about that. Uh, I just... I really like the usage of like the first time I like possessed a guard and then like with stop time, like moved in front of the shot that he had already done and then like made him just mm-hmm. basically shoot himself. Like I just thought that was a really fun mechanic. But again, it's, it's something that most people probably wouldn't interact with because it costs a lot of bone charms and a lot of ma- like mana to actually pull that off. It does. So yeah. Stop time just eats that mana. Up. It's like an end game type thing. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I experienced it on like my third playthrough of the game uh, right. when I was really messing around with it. And if I had to look at that and Mimic Matter, I think Mimic Matter is just so much more interesting. So I, I think I'm okay with saying goodbye to Possession okay. right now. Uh, if you guys but are... not stop time. Got but it. not stop time right now. Yeah, yeah. Do you agree with that, Dante? Yeah, I think that's good. Um, I think I'm ready for Q-Beam. Okay, sorry. I'm actually not ready to do that on Possession because Ooh. Possession, like the fact that you can use it on rats and fish. Yeah. <laughs> Is so is fucking cool. cool. It is cool. That is so cool, and that opens up so many possibilities how you navigate through these levels. And to me, like it is very different than Mimic Matter. Very, very different. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, just doing it on humans is is very fun as well. But yeah. so I'm not ready to cut it yet. If you guys are very both cool. like, that makes me know. happy. <laughs> maybe that's a diff- maybe that's the difference between them, right? Like Mimic Matter, you're doing it on <laughs> but objects, sorry. and possession, you're doing it on like living things. Yeah. Kirkland, I'll raise you up, but then I will hit you down because, like, I'm okay to to stop time is where I'm at. <laughs> uh, we don't have to do it yet. I'm just, that's... Yeah. yeah. Dante, you're mentioning Q-Beam? Yeah, I think it's, How like, it's, it's really cool. It's a sick laser. Um. Yeah, it's it's no more than a cool is, laser. Uh, you know? I didn't use it as much as, like, the shotgun. Yeah. How do you guys feel about the uh, folding blade? It's on a run. It's so iconic. Cool. <laughs> it's so iconic. It is so sweet. I love that it like it transcends just the one game. Like whether you play as Emily or Corvo, like you you get it in the second game. I think mm-hmm. it's really sweet, and it's such an iconic like weapon. But at the end of the day, it is just a sword. But like to me, it's just like an arcane weapon. Like I I think that's a top ten personally for me. Okay, it's the thing I use the most in Dishonored. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's fair. Well, same with the crossbow. Like, yeah, 
the very crossbow. versatile because you can have incendiary bolts. Mm. You can have uh, like regular bolts. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm I'm starting to like fade on a few of these. So I'll just like list them, and maybe mm -hmm. we can jump on one of them. Um, okay. Hackamajig four pounder. Meteor Sword. I'm ready to axe all three. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I agree. It's hard to do, but I you just read my mind. <laughs> like, that, like that actually, those, those are the ones I was looking at. Um, okay, so we are now having to cut four of these to make our list. So that doesn't seem terrible. I feel like we've talked about Carnesis a lot. Is that uh, where's that at for you guys? It's lower than it's some towards of the bottom of this list. Skills here for me. I found I didn't take it with me a lot on my playthrough. Uh, Deathloop. It's yeah. gone. It's gone. Okay, that's good. We're making progress. So at this point, I get. I think I'm fairly open. Some of my bottom would be. The folding blade, stop time, domino, crossbow. Like, those would probably be my bottom ones. So, I'm giving you guys some options right now. Please do not do this to me with domino. What about. Okay. Let's, let's put domino to the side for now. Let's look at possession and stop time again. Dante, out of those two, what do you. Is there one over the other, or are they cooler. kind of mid for you? I think possession's cooler. It's more interesting. It like feels like it has. And it Dylan, affects the world possession? further. I'm with possession. Remember, Dishonored 2, you can possess the fucking blood flies as well. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll go possession then over uh, stop time if we're able to lock that. Personally, I'm pretty happy. Let's lock it. I love cool. those two pretty Man. equally. Yeah. Okay. Cool. My fingers are falling apart over here. Here's the thing, as far as locks go, I think there's no way I'm getting out of the heart being on there, even though I don't want it on there. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. yeah I guess Kirkland, you didn't really weigh in on that. Do you? Where Where were you at on the heart? I I love the heart so much. Um, yeah, it's it's top ten yeah, arcane tool for me. I think it could have been implement like been more have more impl implementation. I think throughout the games, like they could have gone further with it. But I'm I'm mm -hmm. still just so happy with what it is, Dylan. Like I agree with everything that you already mentioned on it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so we only yeah like your your points for two more. Really so we don't have too. to lock the heart or anything right now. We could go for the cut like I guess. So we talked about this. We wanted to simplify the mines to get one of them. We have the hook mine here. But is that a top 10 for you guys? It's very fun. No, it's not. But yeah, I think it's maybe less iconic than some of these other ones as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we only need to make one more cut, and then we are there. And uh, yeah, I, I think at this point, like, I'm happy to even lock Domino just for Dante's sake to get on the list. Let's go. I agree. For the, unique, the uniqueness argument, I agree completely. So let's throw that in there. Mm -hmm. So now we just need to cut uh, one. What's everybody's know? lowest? My lowest is timepiece. The heart. And I would be between crossbow and folding blade. <laughs> Honestly, like pretty 50-50. Yeah. I could I think I would I, could, I think I'd go crossbow as my lowest, actually. I could go along with you for crossbow. Uh, Definitely stab and fools more. I think, yeah, I I think crossbow or folding blade, I'm getting rid of the crossbow. Even though I use it on every playthrough. I use the folding blade more. Of course, yeah. 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 Uh, 
Okay, we have found our top Look ten. Look at that. Let's uh, <sighs> let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we I will <laughs> we will order this. Yeah, let's give ourselves a break. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. We have to order this list of Blink from Dishonored and Deathloop, multiple Dishonored games, Mimic Matter from Prey, Glue Cannon from Prey, The Kick from Dark Messiah and Deathloop, Cycler Charge from Prey, Possession from Dishonored 1 and 2, and not Death of the Outsider, right? Yeah, because we're saying semblance is different. Domino and Nexus, that's Dishonored 2 and Deathloop. Um, the Heart from Dishonored 1, The Folding Blade from Dishonored 1, and The Timepiece from <laughs> Dishonored 2. Uh, I, I think that where we have these two at the bottom, Timepiece and Folding Blade, would be the two bottom for me. You guys agree I, with that? I, I, yeah, timepiece is only used in one level. Do you guys agree with the ordering here? Folding Blade yeah. nine, timepiece ten. What about the, what about the top ones? Because for me personally, I think Blink is number one. I think it's yes. just it's got to be right. It, yeah, has, it to has, be. has to be. It's number one. Baby. And like, is Mimic Matter number two for you guys? Because it's um, pretty damn high. I'm gonna say Mimic Matter and Glue Cannon would be my two and three, but I'm not sure. I Michael Glue Cannon. They're both so good. <laughs> They're both so good, man. Prey, even recycler Recy charge is like. You so could good. move recycler charge to eight and lock the list. Oh wow! Oh, oh whoa, 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 whoa! No way! No way! Am I putting recycler charge that? I gotta think about it. I think. I think, I, think I have. That. It's so hard because the heart. I love it so much, but I think its use is just pretty limited in comparison to everything else because like yeah. dante said like it it doesn't have an actual game use other oh other i would put it above the heart building yeah so i was I, jumping the gun there i would put it above the heart okay it sounds like heart's sitting at eight then i think we can yeah. lock that in yeah okay. yeah making some progress here what about domino like just next number seven no you have it higher i think domino i higher. i oh, see I, i'm not gonna probably. get i'm not i'm not gonna I'm the only one that uses it like that. Like, but it is my main <laughs> skill. No, it's I, great. I, it's I like... do. I do love it as well. I, I honestly, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take Nexus. I'm just gonna put Domino because I feel it'll actually make me like it more. <laughs> when I think about it in like Deathloop's way, like I feel like it's good to just lock it in. Or actually, no, maybe that's. Don't, it's it's it is kind of both. That's why I think it goes game. higher too. Is just because like these ones that are in multiple games that they've decided yeah. to like reuse and iterate on. Okay, sorry, I'll undo that. I don't know why I did that. I was. That was a rash decision. On my <laughs> well, I, I started the, the rash decisions when I was like, just move this and lock it all. Yeah. Kick? You know what, though? I'm oh, kick, man. guys. It's kick oh, top five. fucking fun. Kick is it's great. So fun. It's very primitive, very easy. <laughs> I think it could be a good seven, though, to be honest. Lucky number seven for kick. Lucky number seven for kick? Like I'm, I'm completely fine you, with that. I, th I think just having it top ten, I'm happy with. So it doesn't really matter what number okay. it is for me. I don't think it personally needs to be in top five, just because there's some big, you some agree, big devices you? on this list. I can live with it. I, I still think recycler charge is lower for me, but then I'm kick. We don't have to lock it. Yet, we'll just move it down there and we'll see how we feel. And the case for you guys. Do you guys, do you guys agree with me fire? that mimic matter and glue cannon are like two and three? Two and, and three. I hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Let's pick an order then. What do you? Where oh, are you guys? We, easy. Pick your favorite. I'm going glue cannon. Mimic matter. Oh no! I should have Up spoke you. sooner. I don't like this. Uh, <laughs> Pressure's on. I think I'm gonna go glue cannon. Honestly, I used it a lot more. So yeah. 
rolling around as a cup. Rolling around <laughs> as a cup. Can't beat it. That's I like this. Cool. We've we've figured out the top three and the bottom three. And now we just have this middle, the middlemen <laughs> here. The, the Oreo. Um, I'm okay if. For I'm actually okay if Domino does go all the way up to four. I know Dante is into yeah. that. I was gonna say I'm, to, to help Dante out here. <laughs> I'm willing to put recycler charge below Domino. I, I love what it is. I, it's very satisfying to use, but I, I just think it's, I don't know, for some reason a little bit lower. And then I personally want possession higher than Domino. I can live with that. but Like Domino I, top five? So I'd, I'd, swap, this. I'd swap them, but... I'm I think okay we'll lock this, because I agree with Kirkland. Okay. Is everyone I'm happy? Okay with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with this. that, yeah. Man, I right. really fought for Domino. Oh, my God. You, you did. guys got rid of it. <laughs> You're the one soldier just Ooh. on the field. <laughs> okay, we've done it. We have done these difficult rankings, and we'll just do our game. But yeah, here we go. Here's the top 10 oh. best weapons, powers, tools of uh, <laughs> all of Arcane's catalog. At number 10 is the timepiece from Dishonored 2. Number 9 is the folding blade from Dishonored 1, followed by uh, another Dishonored 1 pick with the heart. At number 8, number 7 is the kick from Dark Messiah and Deathloop. The recycler charge gets in at number 6 from Prey. Uh, Domino slash Nexus from Dishonored 2 and Deathloop at number 5. Making that top 5. Number 4, Possession, Dishonored 1 and 2. Mimic Matter uh, from Prey at number 3. Glue Cannon from Prey at number 2. And then Blink from all sorts of different games in that number 1 slot. That is a damn good I, list, man. We, we get like say. a list of like 40 different yeah. powers. To, like that just goes to show how cool and creative <laughs> and interesting and unique they do these kinds of powers and, and weapons and all that stuff across i'd the use any of these yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm proud of us too because i i just i in hindsight i don't even know how we got to being able to <laughs> narrow down to 10 to it's 10 weapons and powers and tools all in the same no, category it's crazy no blood was spilled that was fairly yeah that was yeah, like light, more lighthearted than levels uh <laughs> was which no, I'm, I'm glad too. Like across these lists, like Arcs was in levels, Dark Messiah yep. made it here in in weapons and tools. So every game except Redfall was uh, represented in that way. So let's except close it all. Redfall. It was let's nominated close. though, right? So it was nominated. Times. It got its first nomination. It did. It did. Yeah. Uh, let's do our top ten, individual. or sorry, not top ten. Our our top eight individual rankings uh, for the games here. Uh, I'll I'll start it off here. Um, mine. For the most part, this is a fairly easy list for me to make. And obviously, we've been thinking about this for months, and I've been thinking about this for years, truthfully, because I've played most of these games before. Redfall is obviously at number eight. Um, you know, the, I don't even need to say anything else. It's obvious with the categories, the fact that it showed up once. Yeah. There you go. Um, so obviously, the the bottom here, I really, really wanted, you know, an Arcs, a, a Dark Messiah to like maybe climb up the list, but I found that as much as I love them, I couldn't justify putting them above like the later like you know, the Dishonored into the modern era for them. But it was pretty tricky for me to decide between Dark Messiah and Arcs and which one's at number seven and which one's number six. And it kind of comes down to like Dark Messiah is much more fun to play the gameplay wise. It's just much more fluid. It's, it's just so silly and over the top, great physics. But like the world and story and characters all kind of suck. But then Arcs Fatalis is kind of the direct opposite where it's not really super fun to play because it's old and janky and inventory is weird. You have to click in so many weird ways. But the lore and the world building uh, and the powers, the magic system, and uh, all that stuff is, is years and years and years more interesting. 
for mm-hmm. me. And so when I weigh that calculus, normally I'm a gameplay first kind of guy, but I actually am going to go with Arx Fatalis in the higher spot. So number seven for me is Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, and then therefore Arx Fatalis at number six. Uh, yeah, that's correct. And then moving up here, this is really not, this is more quantity over quality sort of thing, but Dishonored Death of the Outsider is at number five for me. If it had two or three more levels and they were all at the same quality of the levels that are in the game, it would definitely, well, maybe not definitely, but it have a really good chance to climb up. But just because it's a bit of a shorter game, it was hard for me to justify it above the top four in that way. So that's number five. Um, number four, this one is actually kind of just slotted itself without me ever really think about it, but Deathloop. Uh, I love the game so very much, but I don't think it it broke it didn't break into the top three uh, these three I- iconic games above it. But I really do love Deathloop, and I cannot wait for that Deathloop two, which sounds like it's happening. Uh, I can't wait to see how they iterate uh, on that game. I'm gonna do this out of order because I feel like it. This is how I think about it in my head. Dishonored two is the obvious number one. I fucking love that game. I would have been happy if like the top ten levels was like. You know, mostly oh, representative. Like, I just love that game. I love the style. I love the powers. I love the replayability because you have two separate characters. Um, such a great game. And, like, the characters get, you know, done so well there with the exception of The Outsider. So, yeah, r- the tricky part for me on this list really came down to that Arcs and Dark Messiah argument. And then this argument for 2 and 3 of the original Dishonored and Prey. And, like, for years I've always been like, okay, Dishonored still holds holds the torch a bit higher. But I, I feel like I've really changed those views in this playthroughs this year and these discussions where Prey just like I appreciate it a lot more and Dishonored I somehow appreciate a little bit less just because of seeing the age of it. Um, I love these games so very much. They're both so very special and great games. But I still give the slightest edge to the original uh, Dishonored. Uh, so it's still, to, for today, for today at least, Dishonored is number two, Prey is number three for me. So... Uh, yeah, but it's like, oh, man, it is so close. Ask me next week. It might change. That's how close they are. So, yeah, quick <laughs> recap there. Dishonored 2 is my number one, followed by Dishonored, followed by Prey. Number four, Deathloop. Number five, Dishonored Death the Outsider. Uh, number six, Arcs Fatalis. Number seven, Dark Messiah. Number eight, Redfall. <laughs> nice. Nice. Next? I think that is a good a good list. Mine is very different. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. I'll go, I'll go next because I feel like mine's kind of similar to Dylan's for the most part. Uh so, of course, I don't have Redfall, but if it did, it'd probably be dead last. You can put it last. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I listened to the review, so therefore I, I probably have enough feel for it. Um, so, at the bottom of my list, number seven, I have Dark Messiah. Like I kind of alluded to earlier, I just feel like when I was looking back on the levels or certain things, it just kind of kind of just went into the bland category versus the other ones that we were listing um, I still had a lot of fun playing through it. Like, I am really glad that we obviously did the retro so I could play all the arcane games. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of just seeds that were like, like I, I'm like, oh, I remember, like I I, can, I know this mechanic from later titles, so it's cool to kind of see where it started there or in Arcs. Being Arcs is my next game at number six. I I put it above Dark Messiah purely for just the bigger world building and like what it was, yeah, what it what it just set up. It had so many brand new things that I'd never really thought about like the like the sisters of uh adernium or whatever they're called like that's mm-hmm. just such a really cool character type and just the world of arcs is really fascinating to me so yeah number six uh arcs fatalis number five i've death of the outsider just like dylan had uh yeah it's it's really really solid but i think it's just like you said dylan the, the quantity 
there. It's just yeah. just lesser than the other titles. Number four, I had Deathloop here. Um, I I love Deathloop so much, but I don't know. I just maybe I gotta play it more to to maybe see if it if it goes up in my rankings. Really really solid, but yeah, that's where I have it for now. Number three, this is probably like the most interesting one on my list here actually so number three i have dishonored one which entering this dishonored Whoa. one yeah no big time that's entering crazy. This, dishonored that's one crazy is like like one <laughs> of my favorite games of no. all time and it, and it f- forever will be there but also doing this retro i think kind of brought down my enjoyment of it because i just saw dishonored one as this like this fine wine that like it doesn't matter the more i like the more i play it just gets better and better but then i played dishonored 2 and i'm like oh man this is just it's like i'm playing a next gen dishonored game like this is just so (laughs) much better in so many different ways the levels are so much more expanse the replayability i thought dishonored 1 had such great replayability the second game is just like tenfold um i think it just it it it's like an upgrade in basically every single aspect other than the outsider uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. maybe certain like personal story elements. I just like more from the first game, but the overall quality of the second game is just so much higher. Uh, and that's what made me actually put Dishonored 1 down to the third spot, uh, the bronze medal location. I, I mm-hmm. love that game so much, but yeah, it's just, it's just kind of showing its age now. And I, I'm not so eager to just jump back into replay. I, I I'll like I'll forever love that game, but now it's like I'm gonna jump into Dishonored two. I think to 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 get that second replayability. I mean, I've played through Dishonored one so many times now, and I've only done Dishonored two once, so that also just makes me a lot more eager to get in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no Dishonored one. That's it it kind of hurt man. me put it on there, but yeah, that that, that one was the I spiciest. Did not see that <laughs> well, there's there's another there's another like so that is super sorry. surprising. Kirkland question like. If we had done this ranking right after Prey, do you think you would still have yeah. the spot? Or is it because you've had a couple months to really ruminate yeah, on it that you think I, that this ranking happened? Because I feel like if we did it right after Prey, yeah. right before Redfall, that would it, shock me 10 times more than it did now somehow. It, it, I, it, I, like it could have been number one, honestly, just because I had so much nostalgia for it. But the more I stewed on it <laughs> yeah, over the last couple months now, uh, yeah, it just like thinking i mean i guess i could just move on like my number two is prey here i have number one as as dishonor two i i just loved everything about prey with like the sci-fi elements it's something that's entirely new to arcane and i like i just love sci-fi movies it it totally hit that alien vibe for me just being like trapped in a space station with these these creatures on it and then you have like the psychological twist in there that's just like i those are like some of my favorite movies that have elements like that let alone like some like it's an arcane game, so I love the level design. I love the characters. I love the powers of the enemies. I love just the decision making on what route you want to go. So like every single thing that I, I loved about it, but it's it's in this sci-fi element that I already love so much. Mm-hmm. So I I think honestly it has the potential to be that number one slot prey like on more on more. Uh, uh, playthroughs because on this first playthrough like i didn't even use all of the abilities like i, I didn't go full typhon to, to to get access to all that stuff uh and i'm really curious to what the playthrough would be like going no typhon right like just mm-hmm. completely putting that yeah. to the side so i i think that one has potential to be number one but um i i think the enjoyment factor for dishonor 2 is just so tied to those roots from the first game so like building upon that like i i yeah. just already had obviously dishonor 1 so high in my favorite games of all time list and this just increased it tenfold like i i just loved it so much i was so blown away on just 
how much better like the engine was like it, it has the same feel for it but with the with the void engine um I, that was the first game right that they had the void engine for uh dishonor 2 i i guess so because that would have been the that would have been the f- yeah you're right yeah, yeah. so i i Unreal just loved for uh Sonic one yeah. i just love the everything felt upgraded and in like again just in that next gen feel for like every aspect of it so i i love that game so much um and unfortunately it kind of brought down my dishonored one uh enjoyment but like that's not even a negative thing because it is a sequel to the game you would expect them to be able to improve it and that's exactly what they did so yeah i (laughs) i kind of felt weird about putting that on there but i it's just like prey is just such a better more expansive replayability game than the first dishonored for sure you know put my nostalgia feelings to the side but i i truly think that's uh like after this, like I'll, I'll be satisfied with that list. I, I can't I, wait I for you to get into Moon Crash because I, I honestly <laughs> feel like if you're ever feeling doubt about yeah. doing this ranking this way, yeah. I feel like you'll come out of Moon Crash and be like, okay, yeah, pray that gives it a good yeah. bump. Okay, uh, good to know. List, so, yeah. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. So yeah, that's my that's my rankings. Nice. All right. Take it away. Yes. So, um, no surprise here. Once again, Redfall. <laughs> yeah. Rock bottom. For all three of us. <laughs> like, that game was a searing disappointment. Like, that hurt. It was <laughs> painful. Um, so, yeah, I don't think much more needs to be said. We, I tore that game to pieces yeah. a few months ago. Um, I didn't even, like, I finished the first level. And I was like, I'm not playing any more of this. Um, that's rarely how I go. I usually yeah. like see it to the to the end, but not this time. Um, number seven, once again, Dark Messiah. Um, kicking's fun. There's some decent like um, character builds. Like you can you can do some like cool RPG mechanics, but oh my god, the dialogue in that game is horrible. Um, I could not stand to hear anybody speak in that game. It <laughs> upset me. Um, here's where things start to shake up a little bit compared to your lists. Ooh, ooh. Next, I have Death of the Outsider. Oh, um, okay. I think this game is glorified DLC and is <laughs> not doing a whole lot to change my feelings on Dishonored. Like, I think that, and like I said previously, and this is more my fault. Every time I play this game, I am it's the last one I play out of like tearing through all the Dishonored games, and I just want it to be over for most mm-hmm. of it, which is like. It's sad to say because it's doing a lot of it's taking a lot of the cool aspects of Dishonored 2 and maybe like tweaking them or um, doing the kind of like Hitman style missions is pretty neat. But like overall, it feels like it, it never feels like its own game to me. Like it felt like it should have just been DLC and they just couldn't get it in a timeline that made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, next, I have Arx Fatalis, um, a game that I got very, very angry with at the end. But everything around, like, I like an old game. Like, I can get, like, I was surprised once I uh, once I put the Arx Liberatus, right? Liber- yeah, that's what it's Liber- called. Uh, okay. Um, 
once I added that mod to that game, I was like, oh, this is actually like surprisingly playable. Uh, the magic system started to work, and I thought that was really novel. Um, just the amount of like puzzle mechanics happening in that game, I thought were really, really fun for me. I like the the fact that you had to um, do a little bit of both. It was like heavy duty RPG combat stuff, and then also sometimes when you kind of slowed down, you actually had to like pick apart your surroundings and and use your brain. Um, mm-hmm. Next for me is Dishonored One, um, which I feel like is a spicy place for that as well. Um, first arcane game. Absolutely one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, but as you guys have both mentioned, it's just starting to show its age. Like it is, you play some of these other games and you're like, wow, this team has taken what they learned in Dishonored and done so much cooler stuff since then. Like it's just, it's it's a really, really good blueprint. It feels like at this point, whereas like all those other games, I think take what was great about Dishonored 1 and just like run with them. Um... The next one for me is Prey. Um, So, yeah, I I think it's pretty, pretty obvious here that the game that was a little lower for you guys ended up shooting up a little bit higher for me. Um, I think, honestly, this top three, like, it's another one where you could, like, depends on the day you catch me where I want these to slot in. Because, Kirkland, I think you, like, kind of nailed every point I had on the head for this game. Like, I (laughs) love... Um, like the science fiction, they like absolutely killed it with that while also being really, um, uh, they, they like look to their past. Like they've been, they've been doing, uh, these Sims for so long, but like they, they were actually like fully nodding to like the system shocks of the world, uh, with prey. And I think it was, it was, it, it showed that they could like stand on the pillar or on the, on the same, um, on the same level as some of those, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, immersive, like amazing immersive sims of the past, like your Deus Exes, your 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 system shocks. Um, yeah, Prey is phenomenal. I think the only reason it takes a little bit of a die for me is I I think while I do enjoy some of the like smaller stories happening in that, I think that like full arc kind of it the end is rough yeah. in that game, mm-hmm. and it, I think it does kind of like sour my love for it a little bit because it i don't know i feel like i'm just like waiting for something cooler to happen and then it just mm-hmm. doesn't yeah um uh, or if anything it just gets really weird at the end yeah. um my number two is death loop um i just think they like absolutely nailed what they were going for the only knock i have for death loop is i wanted to figure out some of these like some of the the order you had to do things in a little bit more on my own than having yeah. it as heavily directed, but the combination of all the abilities, I actually like that it kind of reduced the amount. Cause when you got into the PVP stuff, it was like, okay, I know this guy can't do absolutely everything, but like the fact that you could fly through these levels, like once you get them really locked down, it felt oh, like yeah. um, more so than any of the other games. I felt like once I really learned a level, like I felt like I could path through it perfectly. And it felt like getting these like perfect runs down because you're doing these so many times in mm-hmm. a row. Um, something about getting a perfect run just felt sick to mm-hmm. me. Or just like, yeah. I was just gonna say, and it fits so well with what the story is, right? Because if like if if Colts relived that like every single day for however many yeah. days it actually is, like you would think that he's just a speed runner essentially. Right. So I, I love how that actual like gameplay element just fits so well with the story. It was such a good balance. Yeah, um, I think also just from a um, from a just story perspective, I think that was the best they've done. 
Um, I think they've struggled there, that being like the best part of um, any of their games. And I think um, I think Deathloop they they really did do a like a big blockbuster movie feel with all the music mm-hmm. and like uh, the different intros to all the all the areas. Like I just thought it was it was absolutely amazing. And then um, yeah, no surprise here, number one on all of ours, Dishonored two. <laughs> it's just it's the goat. everything that was good about Dishonored, and then they just like took it to eleven. Um, mm-hmm. They made one of the best games ever made better. Well said. Yeah, I like it. It's distinct. Uh, that was so much fun to do, and so much fun to do this just journey for the last yeah. few months, looking at those lists one more time. I guess if you mathed it out, like obviously Dishonored 2 would be the number one. And I guess Prey, if you average out our, yeah. all of our ratings, Prey would be number two, followed by probably, I guess, the original Dishonored, Dishonored, and then Deathloop. And then I think everything else would stay in those same spots. Mm-hmm. Death of the Outsider at number five. Dark Messiah, the strongest Dark seven ever. And Dark Messiah, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Redfall, clearly, at the very bottom there. So, yeah, that, that was interesting. I, it was very cool to hear your list. Those were, those were un, there were some unexpected picks from you guys there yeah. on the ordering of that. Um, but, yeah, once again, guys, thank you so much for going on this journey and spending, you know, However many hours we spent recording, playing these games, thinking about these games, writing our lists down. Uh, this was so much fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see what the next Arcane game is. And I'm sure that, you know, as much of us who can play these games will be there to, to play them and check them out. Yeah. I'm sure Deathloop 2. Only is uphill from Redfall, I feel like. <laughs> Hard to get much lower than that, for sure. You know, maybe that game will have its bounce back. Probably not, but hopefully. Couple new characters, yeah. Maybe it'll it'll rise up. I don't think it'll make a dent on the rankings, but who knows? I will right. definitely check it out when it <laughs> when it gets those updates and, and for sure report back on how it is. But yeah, once again, thank you for joining me. Thank you everyone for listening to these episodes over the last few months. And uh, I think that does it for us. We got to get Dante to bed here because it is yeah one one thirty for you. Thank you so much for staying. Oh 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. <laughs> Up late. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. We're out here. Bye, guys.